Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We celebrate all things music and art with my guest, Steve Grand, Brazilian sensation, Laura Pieri, the singer-songwriter you've literally heard everywhere. Miss Carrie Kimmel is here, and hot from the four on Fox. Mr. Matt Bloyd is here, and my guest co-host, international artist Todd Williamson. So fancy. So raise a glass and let the drinks begin. Thank you for being Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. Lord, it is going to be a bumpy, bumpy night, and we have bangles. I'm I'm blinded over here by somebody's wedding ring. Does he have a brother? Uh, He does. Oh, oh. phone number, digits, digits, buttons and bows and pantyhose on the rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. Today is actually National Tequila, and it's Taco Tuesday. Both of those days. Yes. Uh, Who makes up vodka? Uh, Yeah. Well, uh, I can't drink tequila. Because bad things happen, and it's court-ordered. I can't drink tequila. <coughs> Allegedly. <laughs> but who sets Allegedly. up these national days, by the way? We have, like, National Donut Day, National mm-hmm. Tequila Day. It's also, also National Self-Care Day. What? And Tequila Day. Okay, so, so who's making wow. up these days? It's such Same BS. Thing. Yeah. Right, it's like exactly. National Shave Your Back Day. <laughs> Nobody posts about that one. start that one. Day, like, two day, like, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. but who's... Is there, like, some national headquarters? Like, National Day, day headquarters is setting yeah, up all these days. National New Day. Like new Day? Oh, no, you're supposed to send That comes after tequila. That's what I didn't know. Yeah. National Send Nudes it's Day? National, national it was National Send Nude Day, day. or as I call it, Grinder. <laughs> 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 That's that. Please. <laughs> it's like two feet away from you. Hi, Matt. <laughs> Thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love our sober listeners. Thank you for holding our hair back and driving us home. If drunk texting was a sport, I'd be an Olympian. Pop, pop. Uh, hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and on the Rockers, I'm happy to say we are now on Spotify. And of course, we are streaming live on Facebook on Hillcrest Social in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, and nationally on Bear World Magazine. Rawr! Check out my weekly movie news, uh, celebrity interviews on Bear World Magazine. This week I talk about Cats the Musical. Like, Android Weber needs to buy a pool or a new mansion or something. Why else would this be greenlit? I'm sorry, it's Cats the Musical. <laughs> no? It's the first one I ever saw. That The first musical. I think it's every person's first <laughs> musical. No? Well, yeah. And Betty Buckley's still performing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dolly. And sounds amazing. Goodbye, Dolly. It's like, hello. Oh, She's no. playing Louis Armstrong's part from the movie with her bl- key change. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, modulate. It's, yeah. Uh, She's, what a hello, Dolly. Yeah, but, yeah. Little cigarette, cigarette voice. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, little cigarette? How about the whole pack? She's vaping and smoking at the same time. Makes it sexy. Keeps it going. Yes. I love Betty Buckley. Like, I'm a huge, huge fan of hers. Her Carrie the musical was such a great recording mm. um, so I'm, I'm recording. I've seen uh, sound uh, Broadway recording. cast recording yeah you're supposed to say that it's not soundtrack like her live it's a wasn't cast- good but her recording but over the years her keys have have gone down so like wait didn't she do Sunset Boulevard too yes years ago years ago I am the oldest one here 
by far. Oh you, my god, you, it got quiet on this. <laughs> we don't talk about age on this show. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, uh, there we go. Uh, Thank you, Kurt. Uh, Even Kurt, the straight uh, guy, knows. We don't talk about age around here. Uh, but Cats the Musical, who was cast A-listers? Ian McKellen, Taylor Swift, what? James what? Corden, and yeah. who will be singing Memory? Miss Jennifer Hudson. Uh-huh. See everybody when they hear Jennifer Hudson, they're like, "Okay, it's gonna be okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gonna <laughs> be fine." Like a TV version of <laughs> no, it's a it's a big movie. You think Ian McKellen's gonna do TV? No, like the live musicals they do. No, now. it's it's a full like it's movie. movie. Yeah. Tom yeah, Hooper, who won about. the Academy Award for the King's Speech, he's directing it, so I'm I'm okay with that. But what this means is now at every audition, and I'm sure most of us have been on a lot of auditions in our time, uh, that song is now going to be resurrected, right? From here know. to like Bosnia, it's gonna be like memory. Oh gosh! Mm. I cannot yeah. wait. For I don't know. The I think I've heard it American enough. American Idol, the bad expector, the reels to come out. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be amazing. Oh Lord, have mercy. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's happening. Also, who do you think is the highest paid actor in Hollywood? This was just reported by Forbes. Oh. The Rock. Tom I was just like, you're 100 percent so right. He has the so Rock. many Instagram oh, yeah. followers. That My friend was just like, did you know? Oh, we cut like your you're on it. Wow. Did you do a line of something before the show started? He's usually asleep in the corner. Yeah, but what's his real name? <laughs> oh, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Hello, please. Good. I have Dwayne Johnson posters on my wall. <clears throat> but the <laughs> highest paid actor? Come on. That's I've seen all of his movies. Well, doesn't he does skyscraper. Do That's all why of he his does stunts. Not yet. Yeah. yeah, he does all of his own stunts. I'm right. pretty sure. Skyscraper. The, but he's so big. Giant... Like, what's the worst? Like a plane would like crash going into him. Like, what? What stunt <laughs> is he gonna do wrong? What was the one with the giant white monkey? Ramp, ramp, rampage? Rampage, Jumanji? yes. Which, Jumanji. also Jumanji. Okay. <laughs> but he wears the same kind of safari khaki shirt yeah. and everything. <laughs> Tooth Fairy. I saw Tooth Fairy. Rampage, oh my God. Rampage Todd, like it was, was it a free double feature? Was, was it a screener? It was a cold day. <laughs> <laughs> Home in bed. Oh. Anytime I, I okay, watch The Rock, it's a hot day. Tooth Fairy was, let's not, sh- like, that movie was incredible. I liked it too. Steven Spielberg is like, damn, I should have directed that film. It was good, like, when you're home alone and you got that pot of ice cream and you're like, I need to feel good. Like, Tooth Fairy Girl, look at your figure. Work. When's the last time you had ice cream? Uh. You, like, smelled it once across the room. Oh, skinny people. <laughs> skinny, skinny people. Uh, anyway, but it, it is The Rock. Good good, good job. I was like, mm, okay. Uh, oh, Kurt, you, you were just on fire today. Uh, for our audio <laughs> listeners, you can check out our video stream on Facebook, YouTube, and, of course, we are on the Hillcrest social app. Hey. All of our video streaming for free. M- uh, Mama Rose is in the chat room on ubnradio.com and on Facebook. Ask her your questions. She will answer. She has done research on every everybody here and if it's a burning question she will ask it and i will answer it on air please keep her busy she's near a bottle of vodka and i don't need her drunk amazon priming again uh, it's, it, yeah it's like what it's like the dog has like a luxurious throne to sit on it's when i come dangerous. home i get a lean cuisine in the microwave that's what i get kurt <laughs> do you have a pun for us today but kurt is so punny you guys i, I always have a pun for you you know i know it's you, you ask like it's in his ch- contract he has yeah. to do it okay, uh, you, you act like it, it you're, i'm not gonna have one you're, you're getting all hopeful <laughs> um <laughs> i was hopeful about your outfits and look how well that did oh, <laughs> oh lord um <laughs> oh god I, I i went to a boat re- a boat rental place the other Day. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Just, just wait. <laughs> oh, oh, we're not there yet. Okay. okay. Um, and they had two oars that they were going to give me, and they asked me which one I wanted. I said either or. Uh, oh, that's a joke uh, my kid could tell. <laughs> Probably better. Tell Sorry, another, Kurt. Tell another. No, he that's that's them. all he gets. Straight people have enough Your time in, in entertainment. That's, that's why it's National Tequila Day. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> those puns are a cause. Gary Kim was like, "I'm gonna write a song to that. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> to that pun tonight when I get Either home. or. <laughs>
got it. A Go hit. ahead, do it. Do it. Yeah. Remember last time you were here, I made you do a song. Yeah, it like was it was terrible. so good. It was to that greens, beans, potatoes, yeah, tomatoes, really lamb, rails. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was cute. It was like in three part harmony. It was Sorry, awesome. That. Yeah, it was awesome. You're not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's gonna go viral. Mm. No, <laughs> not so much. Uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram at On the Rocks on Air. Facebook On the Rocks Radio Show. Subscribe to us, like I said, on YouTube. Subscribe to us on iTunes and all those places. I never tell you guys to subscribe, but do it. Uh, find us on the web at ontherocksradioshow.com. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris. I don't care. I will show up. Info at ontherocksradioshow.com. Uh, and listeners, you've been asking me about Glitter Bomb. It is official. My new national TV talk show will premiere September 20th for a full season at LA TV in 13 million homes. So check your local yes. listings, pay your cable bill, and you will see me September 20th for 13 episodes and two specials. Mm-hmm. So I played the trailer last time, and I'll play it uh, probably in the future, but this last week we filmed a really fun segment with Bruce Valanche, and I thought we would do like one of those fun car interviews. So we got a big Maybach shuttle. You can see it there. Have you ever done an interview in a moving vehicle in Hollywood to Beverly Hills? It was not as fun. It, I, I felt like American Ninja by the end of that because every like bump and you're like trying to be funny, but you're like worried about traffic and then there's like <laughs> horns honking. But Mr. Bruce Valanche was, was quite friendly. So thank you for that. Uh, so look for that. On the Rocks is on the road. One of our media partners, Laguna Beach Pride, is hosting a hoedown. I'm sure many hoes will be down in Laguna <laughs> Beach at Mozambique Nightclub. And I've been told it's like a three-level nightclub in Laguna Beach. Uh, oh. This Sunday, July 29th, from 4 p.m. till the end of the evening, called Boot Scootin'. I have hmm. never been to an event called Boot Scootin', I'll, I'll be honest. I don't even know what to wear. What does one wear to a boot scoot? Boots. Boots and hats. <laughs> well, I have leather, but they're not boots. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so come see me. Uh, go to LagunaBeachPride.org to get your tickets today. Does anybody here know how to two-step? Because I guess they're going to be two-stepping. No clue. No? I no. don't know. I don't know, like, official. You don't even know. Oh, my God, I Laura. I know, like, <laughs> like one two-step. We're fancy in Brazil. We don't two-step. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I might know it, but I just don't know it under the name two-step. Like, I found oh. out that I know a lot of things under different names. I two-step on my relationships. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know one two-step by Sierra. Oh, uh, mm. TBT. Yes. She's back. Yeah, she's one. back. Mm. Let's support our musicians. We know today was a rough day for the music industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Poor yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, out at the Fair. I'm the MC for Out at the Fair, New Mexico State uh, Fair in Albuquerque on September 9th. Make your travel plans to come see me on stage all day. And I'm in the city parade the day before. Over 500,000 people. So come see me on the float. Uh, I'll be having giveaways for Glitter Bomb. Also, it is official. I am the MC for Palm Springs Pride again this year on main stage. First weekend of November. I'm telling you early so you can make your travel plans. This is the Pride to go to. It's so fun. It's so inclusive. It's not like a circuit party. It is so much fun. Uh, so plan ahead and come see me there. I'll be in the parade for that as well. Uh, so we're going to get right to I'm going to introduce my guest co-host, Todd Williamson. You are here. This is your Thank very you. first time at On the Rocks. Ooh, I'm going to formally introduce you because we started a few minutes late. We're going to talk to our friend across the nation, Mr. Steve Grand. With the release of his first album, All-American Boy, in 2015, Steve Grand broke the mold for the traditional singer-songwriter, having self-funded a viral video of the title track, then fan-funding the release and creating a vocal and energetic fan base. This openly gay artist from Chicago created a place for himself in the music industry and hasn't looked back since, although we've been looking at his back since, just to be honest. <laughs> Uh, the past three years have seen Grand touring across the world with over 18 million views on YouTube, a number three album on the Billboard Independent Album Artist Charts, and one of the most successful music Kickstarter campaigns ever in the industry. Uh, he has not just broken the rules, but he has changed the game in how to be a successful singer-songwriter in this era. Uh, earlier this month, he released a long-anticipated sophomore album fr from... Uh, <laughs> I mean, produced, written, everything is Mr. Steve Grand, called Not the End of Me. I hope it's just the beginning of him. Very autobiographic. Please welcome Steve Grant. Yay. Yay. Hey, Stevie. That's a great intro. Wow. 
Yeah. Oh my God, so handsome. Okay, Steve, be honest. The the pride flag in the back is that always up, or did you just put that up for now? It's always in my room. It's usually hanging actually on my. Uh, I have like a, a dresser back there, but you couldn't see it, so I, I did move it over a little more strategically. It's a mirror, and I just thought it looked kind of weird, so oh. I. Uh, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I've seen your Instagram. Having a gay pride flag is a little redundant, to be honest. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Anyone didn't know, though. Yeah. Now, you've done the show before, so, so we've, we've talked about your start and your amazing uh, campaign that went viral. You've literally been on every major entertainment outlet across the nation um, with uh, just fans that follow you everywhere and love your messages, and your message has really changed. Now, this CD is it's a little bit more somber. It's very autobiographical. Um, and your title song, Not the End of Me, is about a long-term uh, relationship uh, breakup. And we know in gay terms that's about two weeks. Um, <laughs> how does being part of the music industry affect relationships? And uh, how did this album affect your life? Well, to answer your first question, I think with most entertainers, you're on the road a lot. And, I mean, that brings up a whole host of issues um, everything from the fact that you're just not there. So someone that really wants to be with you day in and day out, it's it's very difficult. And that's been um, a difficult thing in all my relationships, especially over the last couple of years uh, that I do so much traveling now. It's I mean, it's really been five years of just always kind of getting up and moving around. And now I'm this, in, this, in the second summer, I'm doing Provincetown where I'm here, you know, two or three months. I'm going to be in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico for three months in the winter, aye, aye. so that does make it difficult. I mean, especially me and then, uh, you know, guys I've been in a relationship are very, you know, physical and, uh, you know, touch is really like our love language and being able to like hold someone. It's not just necessarily being able to hear someone's voice, but actually like feel them. Um, so that does make gonna it. Going to have to date a tour manager there. Sorry? You're gonna to have to take a day to tour manager and take it oh, with you. Right. <laughs> no, one thing I've learned is don't you do not mix uh, your romantic life with your professional life. Believe so, me, believe I, me. Yeah, I thought we all learned from you know Yoko Ono and John Lennon. You mean Yoko Ono? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Steve, plus I I saw your Instagram today where you're bicycling around Provincetown in a speedo. Come on. <laughs> Now, this question is uh, actually from one of your fans. Uh, the community is obsessed with your image. And, you know, we, we joke about your Instagram, but you also post a lot of inspiring messages as well. Um, does, does the focus on your physical image, does that affect uh, or overshadow your music in any way, do you think? I don't know. I just think that I try to be the best musician I could be. And also, I like working out. So, you know, I'm... I know it's hard for some people to understand, but it's just like I have I have multiple interests in, in you know, working out and, you know, being fit. That's one of them. And then also music. So I don't think those are two mutually exclusive things. I love that. Mine is pretty exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you just say I like working out? Well... I like the results. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I will get yeah, on good. board with that. I like the yes, results well. of dieting, but we see we know how well that goes. <laughs> <laughs> now, Steve, as a very loud and out person in terms of the nightlife and drinking, hello, the show's called On the Rocks. I was so taken when you shared your journey uh, to sobriety and you shared it so publicly, and I know it's a big part of the album too. Um, 
after hitting that peak, when you first hit the market, and I'm sure we can all talk about the highs and lows of, of career, literally being on every major talk show, everybody was talking about you, and then it's like, okay, how do I follow that up? Was alcohol your coping mechanism for, for kind of coming off of that, that peak? It, it was one of them, uh, absolutely. I mean, what alcohol really did for me was just kind of numb me to everything, and I'm a sensitive guy to begin with, and so then when you take that sensitive guy that one day he's working as like a bar back that nobody knows and like has a dream of doing music to the next day in the next coming weeks he's you know his music videos in front of millions of people he's on good morning america and cnn and, and thousands of people are commenting and uh you know sharing their all their you know sorts of opinions and it's i mean it's a lot for anybody to take i don't think there's any way to prepare someone for something like that and especially me because i did I didn't grow up around people in the entertainment industry. I grew up in the Chicago suburbs and I really just did this myself. I didn't have like a label guiding me or some kind of music mentor. I just went and made this music video and uploaded it to YouTube and then I obviously got millions of views. And of course that's uh, All American Boy, which now, that was five years ago. And oh my God, I can't like believe it's been five years. Yeah, but now I have this guy out. Not the end of me. Not the end of me. This, this album deals with a lot of the stuff that I've dealt with over the the last five years uh and some of those things is uh you know are are drinking and you know i've always struggled with depression and anxiety but of course um you know like the being on the road and you know access to alcohol that stuff just all exacerbates it so i reached a point about two and a half years ago where i felt like my life was spinning so fast and i was on a path to self-destruction and luckily i had good people around me and i didn't it didn't ever get you know my rock bottom, you know, wasn't as low as I think a lot of people get, which I'm grateful for. Uh, and so I've, I haven't drank since. It's been two and a half years, and wow. it's been. Don't really you think good. alcohol becomes a social can... thing too? Sorry. Like your whole social life kind of revolves around alcohol sometimes. It's so true. <laughs> because yeah. all of your friends, yeah. it's, it's. And you how get you free socialize. alcohol wherever you go. People are like, yeah. here's a drink. Yeah. Let me buy you a yeah. drink, or the the promoters or whatever mm-hmm. give you free alcohol. And exactly. you know you want to be the fun alcohol, but when it gets too much, it gets too much. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. And people want like people want to give you a drink, and they get upset if you don't drink. And uh, you know, especially uh, when I'm going to perform, all the people that are around me they're people that are out to have a good time. Like they're not working, this is their night off. So I just got used to being around a lot of people that are on their day off, but I had to realize like, all right, Steve, like, but it's not your day off. So you can't be like having all the fun these people are having. And I tried for a year cutting back um, and it just didn't work. It really not until I started dropping the S word sober. People really respect you when you say that you're sober. When you say you're cutting back, people have trouble like respecting that I find. So. Yeah, it's like I'm cutting back on meat or I'm a vegan. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That's true. No, but, but, we, but we don't need to keep talking about sobriety. I know your show is called On the Rocks. <laughs> no, 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 but, but and, I, I, and I'm so sincere. You know, I come across very sarcastic, but I'm really sincere. I love when people share their personal journey when it's sincere. When it's when it has a real message, not like I came out with this new single because it's it's, you know, it's it's my fake journey and i know the struggle because you shared the ups and downs of this of the struggle on instagram and your social media in such a real way that it didn't become trite and it actually became motivational for me not to handle my own sobriety but to hand to tackle other obstacles in my own life and it was very it was it was great to see somebody that i kind of honor and respect for the hard work you've done to struggle just like everybody else does so thank you for sharing that 
Oh yeah, of course. Okay. I, mean, I think we all have things. It doesn't need to be alcohol, but we all have things that Carbs. don't work out well for us. <laughs> some people are yeah. able to Cheetos. drink pretty <laughs> responsibly. Some people are able to drink and just have fun. I'm not one of those people, so Me I, I decided to stop. But alcohol, you know, it's alcohol for some people. It's other things for other people. So you just got to find what works for you. All right, one other quasi-serious question, and then we're going to get to the fun rapid fire. Girl, we are both Catholic boys, and I was raised on the Catholic music uh, for 13 years. I was a lead cantor at three different churches. I sang at weddings and funerals, everything. Um, and I know that you came from a Catholic background as well, and I know that that was a bit of struggle for you and your family uh, and even your relationship with music. Do you think there's a happy place between religion and, and dealing with sexuality? And I mean religion, not faith, because those are two different things. But do you think there's a happy medium? I do. I mean, religions obviously evolve, and you could see people kind of make religion. You have people that it all kind of falls on a spectrum, right? And you have some people that really adhere very strictly to it, and other people that really are kind of very loose to it. So it's really a, it's really a, a personal thing. And you know, then when you start getting groups of people that are all kind of have one interpretation, they end up breaking off and kind of forming their own religion. I mean, when you look at Christianity, there's so many different versions of people who, you know. You know, all that comes from the idea of, of Jesus, right? But all these different religions broke off, you know, like Lutherans and Protestants and non-denominational and Catholics. So these are all different faiths. And so, you know, religion does evolve with time. It, it clearly does. So I, I think absolutely. I mean, I'm not a, a religious person now. My family definitely is. And we kind of just have this idea of... Uh, a belief in a general belief in God in my family, and you know I like the traditions and stuff like that. So uh, you know I, I still take part in Easter with my family. It's more about tradition and family to me at this point, but you know it, it's what you make it. So I, I think there definitely there definitely is, and certain religions need to evolve more than others for sure. Totally agree, but that's exactly where I'm at. I love the tradition of it because that's where I built my family values, and I share time with my family. And girl, those outfits! I mean, come on, I'm saying for the outfits. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna get to the rapid fire. Okay. Oh, no, I'm so bad at this. Oh, I know. I remember last time I was like rapid fire, like a whole hour went by. I was like, come on, girl. Uh, okay, number one, who's your celebrity crush? Wait, how many are these? Just let me remember. Just five. Just five. <laughs> Calm down. Pause. Yeah. I don't want to be basic, but I really do. I, I love Jurassic Park and I love the new Jura yeah. uh, Jurassic World yeah. movies. So what's his name? Chris Pratt. Yeah. I yeah. I, I love Chris Pratt. His his pants were the only reason why to see the new Jurassic movie because the rest of it was crap. Um, but I also feel like he's turned against me because he used to be a big girl and now he's like a, a, a littler girl. Oh. And I'm like, you left our community. How dare you? But I still watch. See, okay. I, I just think that's cool that he like he was very successful before, but like he pushed himself. He's like most people would kind of be like, all right, I've had enough success. I'm going to enjoy my life. But he's like, I want to be like this A-list star and he, he gets in it. shape and mm -hmm. has, does these huge movies. So mm -hmm. I think that's cool. And boy, like it took me by surprise. So, yeah, well, yeah. took me by surprise. <clears throat> all right. Uh, a song from the past that you wish you could go back in time and be the one to have uh, recorded it. Oh, geez. Um, that's tough. That's a hard question. <laughs> oh, I, well, I, I, would, I want to write my own songs. I don't want to write someone else's Ooh, songs. good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah, good, wah, good, wah. good answer. Good credit for something. I want to do, like, the first Latino version of, like, Mbop. <laughs> what would that be in Spanish? <laughs> I, I don't even know. Mbop. Mbapita? All right, Steve Grand, what is your biggest pet peeve? When people don't 
wait until you get off the elevator until they start coming uh, on. That's such oh, a good one. Who does that? People don't have manners. Do all Nobody the has time. manners anymore. Yes. yes. Oh, it's so like, bad. Manners yeah. like that. I yeah, just, I miss old, but it, but it also works like on the elevator, I always let women in first if we're waiting. And then this one was like, what, you think like I'm weaker and like you have to let me on? I'm like, girl, come on. I'm one of you. Like, calm down. <laughs> uh, Steve Grand, the strangest place you've ever made out. Mm, uh, <laughs> I was at a funeral. No kidding. <laughs> it was amazing. I don't. I can't think fast enough for some of these. Are, th are there I just too know. many strange places? How about today <laughs> on your bike in Provincetown? <laughs> no making out. No making out. Oh. There. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> uh, one music genre that would scare you to record a whole album in. Screamo. Ooh. What? What is yeah. screamo? It was really big when what I was that? an adolescent. It was like a branch off Metal. of emo where oh. they would just. Scream. Oh. And here I was thinking bluegrass. Yeah. <laughs> no, he could do bluegrass like, in a heartbeat. At least he'd save his voice. I, in like yeah. 2004, we were playing, we were playing like in pop punk bands and I was, you know, like 13 or 14 and all the bands started becoming screamo bands and we were the only ones that were singing anymore and we felt like the world had turned upside down. Oh God, that reminds me of like shopping at Hot Topic with my allowance. <laughs> oh yeah. I still like Hot Topic. <laughs> so do I. Except I have bought some clothes at Torrid, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Steve Grandis, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much uh, for Skyping in with us. I know you're super busy enjoying uh, the release of, of your new album, Not the End of Me. Uh, tell our listeners and viewers where they can find you and where they can buy your album. You can get my new album in all digital retailers and uh, as well as hard copies and vinyl and signed stuff and T-shirts and mugs and everything at shop.stevegrand.com. And follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Brand Music. I have the blue check mark for most of them. There's a lot of fakes. Yes, I know. Guys. And uh, just thank you to my fans who have been so supportive and patient with me through all these years. Love you guys. And uh, thank you, Alexander and Todd, for having me on the rocks. Yes. Uh, all right, Steve. Thank you so much. Let's take a sample of Steve Grant's Not the End of Me. And when we come back, we get down and dirty with our in-studio guest chatting about music. Bye, Steve Grant. Bye-bye. Someday. 
that was Steve Grand with "Not the End of Me." So such Yay. such a different take from his previous albums. I I love the softer side of Steve, and we've seen all of his sides. So <clears throat> uh, let me introduce my bestie for tonight, Todd Williamson. Thank you so much for helping me, because you know we, we got a lot of art going on. We have a lot of talent in the room, so sometimes when the vodka takes over, I need some help. Uh, Todd Williamson, <laughs> a LA contemporary artist, has exhibited around the world, most recently in Germany, Italy, and Houston. He was named one of the 2009 artists to watch by Art and Living magazine, and was a recipient of the prestigious Paul. Krasner Foundation Award Grant, which is huge, and many other foreign awards that I can't pronounce because the vodka is kicking in. <laughs> uh, he has attended academies in Rome, Naples, Greece, Venice, and New York. He has exhibited alongside some of the leading contemporary artists of our time around the globe. Representation in New York, Berlin, Tokyo, Naples, Milan, Houston, San Francisco, Los, An uh, Las Vegas, Atlanta, Los Angeles, and Miami. I just want to hear those stories as well. Wow. You did your research. <laughs> he I'm was so impressed. <laughs> he was chosen along uh, 10 other American artists to represent the U.S. at the third annual Song Swang Song Zhong Song Zhong Art Festival in Beijing, China and was selected for the 25th Silver Anniversary exib Exhibition at the Visual Arts Center of New Jersey uh, curated by uh, Joan Young uh, with Guggenheim uh, He lives in LA His work can be seen as we said in galleries all around the world He's also the Arts Commissioner for the City of West Hollywood and what? on the Board of Directors for the National AIDS Monument to be erected in West Hollywood Park in 2020 Welcome Todd Williamson Wow Amazing so awesome. wow. I love that intro right? That I need a heart awesome. Your intros are coming <laughs> but you know yeah. we're going to talk about networking and I know Carrie networking is a big part of oh your gosh. career from like yeah. Walking the Dead Black to, uh, to even like giving out your demos at, at networking so Todd you and I met uh, at an event uh, Ellen DeGeneres was having an event Chris Jenner was next to me drinking rosé um, and we got to <laughs> she did correct me and say no Portia She's oh, at that's Porsche's right. event. That, sorry, yes, Porsche's event. Ellen just happened to be there in Brooks Brothers. Yep. Oh. <laughs> okay. But it's like who you talk to, and we we were reintroduced because we had seen each other at the Abbey. You right. remember it? I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know how you just you just talk to people. You never know who you're talking to. And I wanted you to come on the show just for talking about your work with the West Hollywood um, City and also with the AIDS Memorial Park, and then getting to know your bio from doing uh, for, for doing the show. The art pieces that you create. Number one, uh, we're going to show some of your art pieces, but I, but I want you to describe your uh, what it is that your style is because you've been known to say that you take as much paint as you put on. You have a sp very specific uh, geometry to your pieces, but it has like this warm aesthetic um, to it. How how would you describe your pieces? Well. I was originally a, a music major when I was in college. I went to Belmont in oh, Nashville. So yeah. this was really an honor for me to be with you guys because you guys are amazing. So uh, it, the, the lines in my music came about. He looked over way. there, by the way. He didn't look over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find your, your, your Catholic singing thing. Oh. <laughs> my resume is at Beverly Hills Police Station. <laughs> my lines are kind of a way to they they reference the music because they're kind of like a staff. And I put yeah. my my notes on there, and that's that's what I do. So now I do a lot of exhibitions with a composer out of North Carolina who does music written for the art. Uh, he has synesthesia, which is where you see colors when you hear sound. Oh my so, god! I mean, even here in oh, a car wow. backfire, he'll see red or something. So I send him, I send him paintings, and then he composes music based on what I'm writing. There's a movie in that somewhere. Wow! Yes. Yes. Or at least a good essay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, with touring all around the world, how does the art business side of it, because we're going to talk about the music business, because it's a whole different thing than what your actual talent is. How does the art business differ in the U.S. from the rest of the art-loving world? You know, for me, I find it easier in Europe. I don't know why, but if, 
the Europeans they have taste. Well, and they're raised with art. You know, Americans yeah. are not raised with art. True. You, yeah. we, and me, I was raised in very small town Alabama, so I didn't even go to my first museum. I don't think till I was in college. So oh my, my dad gosh. loves to say, "Todd, you remember you're from Addison, Alabama?" I'm like, "Ugh, yeah, I know, I know, I know." <laughs> but and and it, it's different. So it. it I think that it's important for artists to get out of their comfort zone and go to different areas and, and really push their own limits because it's easy to stay here and do stuff, right? Yeah. But it's not as easy to figure out shipping and figure out how to show and uh, talking to people that are German that don't understand what you're saying and you have to you have to sit in on lectures in German and you don't understand anything. So it, it's been an interesting an interesting experience over my lifetime. A, a sincere education. Now, when you're setting up a show, how does that approach differ than when you're setting up a show in the U.S.? Do you do research on the local history of what they've seen in their art history in, in different countries? Well, the first time I showed in Italy, I did. And I tried to use the local legends and the superstitions and things in, in the show that oh, I was doing. And then I realized that I didn't need to do that with the next show. I had developed a, a rapport with, with my collectors there, and they came back, and they support me every time. And, and it was really much easier. And I just do what I want to do then. It's almost like as a musician, getting your foot in the door, like on YouTube or whatever, by doing a cover so that they like you and then releasing your own That's right. original music. Well, and it's all connections. It's all about who you know. The whole art world, if I need something done, I go to an artist. I don't go to a gallery or a, some anyone else. I go to an artist and say, hey, I'm looking for this. Tell me. Yeah. Now, art commissioner for West for the, for the city of West Hollywood, we talked about this briefly at the event, and I was surprised that there's actually funding for artists in West Hollywood. West Hollywood's very supportive, and we have a great city council that supports it, and we do a thing called we um, Summer Sounds and Winter Sounds, where we actually pay for singers to come and do, do exhibition or do what, what, what? exhibition. Pay oh. musicians? Are you crazy? <laughs> and we're trying to get new um, new venues for so we have more and more, but it, it's really good, and, and we it's just you, you apply and we give you money. Wow. It's WeHo, cool. WeHo.org slash Summer Sounds or WeHo.org slash Winter Sounds. Sound. It's pretty cool too. Wow. Um, now, your creative process from the idea, do you see a picture of it and then you uh, put it on canvas or do you start just with a color palette and then just start playing around on canvas? Uh, it changes all the time. Sometimes I dream about it. Sometimes I see a billboard and the weird colors on the billboard <laughs> I want to go home and recreate or it's all kinds of crazy things. All right, now I have to ask you because you're so put together, <laughs> and well, I, I mean, like you're you're a fancy pants, um, <laughs> fancy pants, fancy pants. But your art is is very serious and it's very strong. It's very hefty. What do you do personally? Fun that's totally. If I saw you doing it, or if I did it with you, I'd be like, is this Todd Williamson? Well, I did try the new bird scooters in West Hollywood. Oh, I haven't oh. done that yet. And there's such controversy. I'm like, you guys, they're scooters. I know. I know. And the very first I time, I did crash. Oh, sure explain oh. to Carrie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain. What are those? I live in like a cave, so you need to explain <laughs> everything to me. What are the, the little electric motorized scooters that all the cities are doing? It's a oh, new that thing. you stand on? Yeah. Oh, okay. But all you do is like put your debit card. Like they literally, you app. drive it and then just drop it wherever you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then so you pick up somebody else's scooter. Yeah. It's that like an Uber so that's empty. <laughs> it's very <laughs> cool. <controversial. laughs> it's not New York. It's LA. <laughs> I've Ubered four blocks. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I as well. I have two. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of have. What well, if it's too. late Actually, at night? Sometimes you know. I'm just yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to rest. Right? I know. The very first time I got on the bird, I did crash. Oh gosh. I like that it's called the bird. I know oh, the bird. It's like crashed. Why do they? Because it like glides effortlessly throughout. I thought it's because like when you drive, you'll give people the bird, and so just scoop. I hit a pothole. 
Okay. Oh, did you no. totally down? But I did a really good tumble and roll. No, oh. no scratches, nothing. I just love how the city came in uproar over you know the scooters. It's like hello, get an uproar uh, around like homeless people in West yeah. Hollywood, there not the go. scooters. Yeah, okay. Like we have bigger things it. to fight about. Talk oh, about those it. things. Yeah. yeah, and they're very high well, tech. Kirk, you they are have, like fast. LED screens on. It's a, yeah, it's you a literally put your debit not card LED. in. They have screens on them, and it's like a whole thing. Yeah, I hear Beverly Hills is actually ticketing people if you don't wear a helmet. Yeah, because it's against oh, the law. I can't wear a helmet yep. with this hair. I was about to be like, <laughs> all right, yeah, you already why. don't look cute if you're riding a scooter. Okay. Like, there is no way <laughs> that's that's so so told true. you to ride a scooter. <laughs> Todd looked cute, right? He's an exception. That. I mean, <laughs> you look like, like a regal champion. <laughs> My dumb butt would look crazy. I, that's why I've never done them. I'm like, I just don't. I'll, I'm Uber. so clumsy. I, I can't I can't do a bike. I can't do anything like that. I, I, I just can't. I don't leave my studio, so I have no options. Yeah. I just sit there all day long to sit. <laughs> do you go like like, like stir crazy? Like Sometimes. Do, when you need a breath, where do you do you just like walk around the block or do you watch back. Bravo TV? Well, I have two crazy kids, so they See, I know they you keep have two me busy. Kids? Yes, yeah. Wow. And she takes care of a bunch of other artists wow. too, while being like a superstar wow. in her oh, career. Yeah. <laughs> so like when you need a breath of fresh air, you just you just go outside. I go outside and like watch my kids jump on the trampoline and sometimes jump with them yeah. occasionally. Mm. And usually hurt something in the they process. Love a trampoline. But, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I love a good trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd, thank you so much for helping me out by asking these artistic questions because you guys are like, woo! I'm like, I show up and drink and ask some questions. Uh, let's give a shout out to our sponsors real fast. Test Loop. Test Loop is the only way to travel in luxury from LA to OC to San Diego to Palm Springs to Las Vegas. It's cheaper than taking an Uber and it is a class act. Go to testloop.com. They have four routes leaving per day. That's the only way that I will do it. And you guys, it is so affordable. You don't even understand. Um, and it helps the environment, too. You get your own little pod to sit in. And, and you get a, a little Tesla. TV. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. You could talk to the people you're with. Or you can't. You can reserve one seat. You can reserve four seats, six seats. You can even do, like, a Tesla shuttle. It's amazing. Huh. Also, other sponsor, Eleven Makeup for Men. Men can wear daily makeup with it being natural and looks good and why not we all have blemishes and we all have a little we redness you still go to uh, 11 uh, makeup for men.com uh, support them a uh, small business owner with really good products and products are seen all over the place all right let me formally introduce our amazing panel miss carrie kimmel i don't know why i have to say miss carrie kimmel like right. i just have to it's like it's like a movie miss <laughs> carrie kimmel right she's been knighted Yes, yes. <laughs> My lady, like Miss Carrie Campbell. Yeah. Uh, Carrie's songs and voice have been featured, you guys, in over 650 film and television shows, wow. such as World War Z, The Walking That's Dead, crazy. Pitch Perfect 1 and 2, Dreamgirls, Footloose, Wally, The Office, New Girls, Southpaw, Pretty Little Liars, so much more. Uh, she has written uh, and or sung in over 18 theme songs, including one of our favorites that we're going to take a listen to in a little bit, The Fosters. And we know the huge success of The Fosters in talking about the LGBT community has bridged the gap between mainstream family viewing and the LGBT community. Now The Fosters get into its own spinoff um but such a when, when you hear that song especially when the finale like you just hear the song it's like ah tears uh, <laughs> yeah 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 just i love the live recording yeah. too yeah oh. where they all cried that was very oh, sweet yeah that was, that was so very fun. cool you guys that was fun her compositions have been covered by artists such as the backstreet boys kesha yes. joe jonas demi lovato Girl, mm. we're with yeah, you. Yeah. Mm. Gloria Gaynor and and many more. She has also sung background for some incredible and diverse artists, uh, such as, and we have some pictures, uh, Ringo Starr, Bruce Springsteen, Dave Grohl, John Mayer, Alicia Keys, John Legend, Stevie Wonder, Pharrell, Toby Keith, and Willie Nelson. And her story is one of per, uh, perseverance, and we're going to talk about labels or no labels. Coming from Florida to LA to make it quickly got signed got dropped got signed again and eventually walked away from all her deals due to the lack of artistic control and we're all going to talk about mm. this right because it's a yeah. big I'm impressed with it's, that it's a big <laughs> who does that Miss Carrie Kimmel cool. <laughs> uh, when she took 
charge of her own vision, everything came together. And her latest album, her sixth solo release, Golden Glitter, powerful pop album uh, that really embodies the independence, the self can do it um, that has driven her career since day one. Please welcome. Miss Carrie Kimmel. Oh, wow. Thank you. Can I take you with me yeah. everywhere? Please. <laughs> Are you kidding? I would die. I would die. I would be like, I sing too. Because would be like, no jazz hands in this one. I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, also joining the show, Matt Bloyd. Uh, Matt, I followed Hello. you for, forever, Matt, and I've seen your star rise and shine. Oh, nice. He has shared the stage with incredible artists like R. Kelly, Crystal Lewis, Amber Riley, and Kevin McHale of Glee. Uh, Nicole Scherzinger. Everybody doesn't know how to pronounce that name. It's Scherzinger. Right. Yeah. I don't know. From the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, and YouTube Sensation. And of course, Todrick Hall. He has released a number of covers on YouTube, including uh, the viral Have You Ever, Have I Ever, by Brandy <laughs> and Beauty and the Beast with Jessica Sanchez. Also, his fabulous singing voice can be heard uh, in the international sensation videos, postmodern jukebox, including some stuff with our on the rock sweetheart, Danny Armstrong. His first mm-hmm. original five song EP, Dying to Survive, was released independently in 2016 mm-hmm. and featured the single Give This Love a Try with Mia Furman of NBC's Universal's The Voice. Most recently seen in a whole different light. Girl, you brought it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fox's The Four, which is the new show with The Powerful Four. um, And you you killed it. Thank you. You just killed it. And the fans came out. Everyone's like, Matt Boyd. Uh, <laughs> please welcome the adorable Matt Boyd. Hello. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I love that. Hey, girl. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, Laura Pieri uh, taking the bang bang out of her recent music video <laughs> and firing off a more forceful message, ending gun violence. Following the multiple recent mass shootings across the country, she decided to take down her viral music video for her debut single, I Will Follow You, to remove the gun violence that was in that video. Who does that? That's amazing. This Brazilian-born beauty was discovered by Grammy Award-winning producer Corey Rooney. You guys, Corey Rooney uh, has been involved with Jennifer Lopez, Michael Jackson, Mark Anthony, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, uh, and many more. Just... What a person to have on your team. Mm. Uh, Laura's uh, Latin pop music is heavily influenced by her Brazilian roots, uh, with idols like Jennifer Lopez and Shakira leading the way for other Latina pop singers. She's hoping to make her own mark in the music industry by taking a stand for her beliefs. Please welcome Laura. You guys. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, those pictures. So we have such uh, a unique opportunity that we have veterans in the industry that have literally done everything. Your music has been seen in everything from every commercial uh, to like every bathroom in a hotel. Like, like <laughs> there's like everything to, to newcomers to the scene. So I want to know, how does a musician get their music heard now? With YouTube being so saturated, mm-hmm. nobody buys records anymore. Nobody buys CDs anymore. You don't like how you started. You don't just give your demo CD to somebody yeah. because it doesn't happen. How in the world is a musician supposed to get their music heard? It's it's tough. I mean, I came in at the end of that, you know, where you yeah. would hand out your demo. I mean, I had <laughs> I had a couple CDs with me at a party and I gave them out and I was like, well, I guess that's it, you know. And somehow, like, one got to my one CD got to like one person who sent it to another who sent it to another. And that was toward the end of that happening. And um, it is so oversaturated now and there's so much music being made and a lot of it's awful. And there's some really great music as well. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, for me, I mean, obviously I've done so much in film and TV and media and you know, uh, commercials and trailers and that kind of thing. Um, And so I think that that's still a really huge way of getting your music heard. 
Well, I love the story about you giving your demos because didn't you come with your mom from Florida to LA and you went to like some after oh parties, gosh. right? Yeah, it was my first time in LA and my mom had given me a graduation present of coming to LA because neither oh, of us had ever been here. Crazy story. <laughs> mom so, stories, you yeah. know me. Uh, and it was actually really funny because so we were there, we were here, not there, here, with um, <laughs> all of our friends who were all gay and they all wanted to go to gay clubs. And I had the choice to go to some gay clubs or to go to these parties by myself. I don't know what I would And I was like, <laughs> well... I think I'm going to go to the parties. I mean, gay clubs sound fun, but I was not, you know. I They'll mean, be there. I couldn't even drink. So I was like, well, I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to go to these parties. And I went by myself. I didn't know anybody. I remember being in an elevator with, remember Vitamin C? Yeah. Graduation. Yeah. Yes. I was in an elevator As with her. And she was wearing, totally, yes. The graduation song? No. Okay, you need to brush up. I don't know if I graduated. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so but she long. also did another. She, she had a couple of yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I remember being in an elevator with her, and she was wearing a bikini with a like a basket of oranges. And I was like, "Where the hell am I? Oh, I don't." Vitamin anyway. C. And yeah. I just she's yeah. advertising, right? Yeah. Yeah. See? Genius. And by the way, Branding. just Marketing. side note, she's the head of music at Nick, at Nick Jr. Now. Oh my god, that's what? crazy! Yeah, she's awesome. So yes. But, but that, yeah. And it's that story putting yourself out there. So many artists expect people to knock on your door just because you put something on YouTube doesn't mean you're going to go viral, number one. Doesn't mean everybody's going to knock on your door. But from you passing out your demos, it went through the lines, and then you received offers from Atlantic, RCA, and Island Def Jam. Like, from doing wow. that. Yeah. It's that one fateful night. Yeah. Now, from, like, how do you guys get your music heard? Uh, <laughs> right? So I struggle with this question a lot because I think yeah. that, like, Instagram is such a big thing right now. Like, the, like swipe up to listen or link in bio, like, link things like bio. that. Link no, in bio. When's the last time bio. you guys went to a link in bio? Raise your, like, when was the last time? That's a good time? question. Two I, hours ago? Yeah, maybe? I do it. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I mean, now I you can time. swipe up. Yeah. Ease. Have you really swiped Ease. up, oh, though? Yeah. Yeah. All the it's, easy. it's so convenient. One like, click just, away. Yeah. It just yeah. takes the work away from it. You but know? what are they swiping up to or clicking on the link for? Is it a snippet of your song? Is it a sexy pose of you? Usually, like, it'll be the swipe up is to go to the full video. So I'll post, like, okay. a 10, 15 second because that's all it allows. And then if you swipe up, you can see the whole thing. Right. And yeah. I remember learning in school about specifically with um, engaging people on the internet um, is the easier you can make it, the more they'll come. Yeah. And if you think about it too, yeah. if you have to click in the bio, sometimes link in the bio doesn't work. Nobody will do that. the bio and then you gotta click and then, oh, are we on the right thing? But yeah. agents so won't like even do that. Up, agents will do that, right. record labels won't do that. Nobody will do the extra mm -hmm. effort. Remember the old days, you actually had to unwrap a CD oh and then put it in and then press days. play? Not I even that, that. Like, I, I remember, <laughs> I, like I will say this, I was in line to buy the Taylor Swift CD when that came out, mm -hmm. like the self, the self-titled album I think, no it was Fearless. I was in line to buy my Fearless album and to go home and I could not wait and when it was sold out that was like the death of me. Oh my god yeah. that's so funny. Yeah. And now it's like, oh my god I have to throw this bio to like listen to this song, is, that's why I struggle with this it's answer. It's so weird. Uh, no I struggle with it too because yeah. it's, there's so many different ways um, whereas it used to be just giving your demo and, and, and yeah, that, that's insane going to a party by yourself. Like that's, oh my God, the thought of doing that yeah. gives me so but much it's anxiety. Like, it's, it's honestly, it's like, you know, the good and the bad. So mm -hmm. totally, that's yeah. what I, was gonna say. I feel like the, the platforms are available right now mm -hmm. to totally. so many people. You don't have to get a record deal and Absolutely. you know, you can go viral yeah. and yeah. you know, you can have that success. Um, whereas, you know, 10 years ago or 
10, 15 years ago, it was more like, you know, you had to be on a record label mm -hmm. and you yeah. had to do it that way. Do there was the only right one people. path, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now there's there are multiple, but there's oversaturation. So it's, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's the good and the bad because there is that oversaturation, <laughs> but there is just that. Op I mean, opportunity. I, I mean, every single friend of mine who's in the business, who sings, who acts, I, I mean, they all have had a different journey and Absolutely. your journey is so different than mine. And, yeah. you know, and so I, I think there's people who have done it from reality television. There's people right. who have gone viral and there's people that were walking down the street and were in the elevator with vitamin, vitamin C, C. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just uh, as an example. And um, that there is a lot of good in that. And I think that for me, that answer is to answer your question is that's that's kind of what I choose to focus on in an oversaturated business and market mm -hmm. where everybody can sing. Because, listen, it blows my mind. I mean, I'm like I have a community of singers around me who are friends, who we support and we love each other. And that's like the best part of this business. Yeah. But it blows. You know, a new person will walk on in. I met somebody two nights ago and I was like, you are phenomenal. Like incredible singers and that's and that's a good again a good and a bad moment because yeah. i love that i'm like everybody out here can sing everybody's out here singing. but you know i think there's a big difference and you know I, I i loved you on on the four i don't really watch american idol and those kind of shows because i think I it really capitalizes on the singer without yes. really representing mm -hmm. them it's like let's what sad story can we pull out of them or how mm -hmm. can we make them over how can we over produce their yeah. song yeah. But what this has done positively is it has helped people discover their inner voice. Well, if that person that waited four hours in line for an audition can be a finalist, then then I can sing too because I sing yeah. pretty good in my own room. Cool. So people are starting yeah. to yeah. sing on their own. Yeah. So good and bad. If you go to a yeah. karaoke bar, it's like, oh God, please. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody's oh a star God. there. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Screaming I also feel and like the, there's another side of this coin is that this coin, huh? Is that <laughs> music is also just so much more disposable than it used to mm, be in a very sense. Very disposable. It's so not as special that, as it used to be. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the How like, long does a song stay on the, the charts now? Exactly. Well, that's a good question. I have no clue. I have no clue. Well, I don't even it, listen to the radio. I literally, I used to yeah. listen to Kiss FM every single day for how many years? I don't think I've listened to the actual radio in maybe three years. But it depends on yeah. who you are. If you're Ariana Grande, she's going to chart. Her last three songs have charted for weeks because she's Ariana Grande. Weeks, that's but awesome. You know, when I was yeah. you guys' age, months. Journey was what year on. Was that, huh? A long time ago. <laughs> Journey. Remember the Journey album? I think it was on for a year. No, a I year don't, Todd. <laughs> I yeah, remember Mbop. Yeah. You were a baby, okay. And that was a fetus. Right. And that that was a dream. But they used to stay on for months and months and months, years. sometimes years. Yeah. Especially yeah. with six, seven singles old. down the... I'm sorry, I'm still on that. <laughs> <laughs> we love He's verklempt. Verklempt. Oh. <laughs> and there's a silence. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, Laura, you put out you put out this music video and this song, I Will Follow You, and yeah. it, you know, it, it went everywhere, and then you made the decision, well, let's pull that. Yes. That seems to me a, like career suicide. Like, pull your big hit and let's let's redo it. I mean, the way you redid it is, is, is very interesting, but what made you decide to, well, I can't have this represent who I am and yeah. who that song is, because there's a money issue, too, when you've had such great success to kind of do away with that. What, yeah. what what was that inspiration other than the shootings? Like Yeah, well, um, it was not just one thing. For example, I've been in the US for about like four years now. And the the initial idea for the music video was is this like robbing a bank, Bonnie and Clyde couple kind of storyline, which sounded great. It and looked really great. He was really so handsome, great. by the way. 
Yeah, he really was. Oh. <laughs> I'll admit, yeah. yeah. And it was, it, it, it looked really great. We were very happy with it. It was out, it was doing great. And then, uh, well, I'll just tell you how I found out about yeah. Parkland. My, my roommate from New York is from Florida. And I just woke up and suddenly CNN was like on the maximum volume and, and she was crying. I was like, what happened? What's going on? She says, there's been a shooting and I don't know if it was my school. I don't know if someone I know was in there. And I just watched her desperation for a good 20 minutes until we found out what school it was and just the rest of the day, her calling her friends. And that was my first real, I guess, I saw what it can, what gun violence does. And then looking back on my video, I realized that not only was I not saying anything, I was romanticizing it because I was wearing these high heels and coming in with these humongous guns. It was and like super sexy to be honest, yeah. It was, I had a lot of fun doing it, but I really was not putting out a message that I wanted to get behind. I don't want to be romanticizing something that I don't agree with. And it's not about being political. Like it's it's an like gun violence is a political human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I just didn't want to be participating negatively. So I just felt like it was I would not be okay just keeping it up for the views and for the streams. So it, it was I felt better taking it down and giving it a second shot. And if that's my debut, so be that's it. That's super like, admirable. Though. My life won't Amazing. end tomorrow yeah. because of it. You know, it's funny when <laughs> artists try to be autobiographical like Steve Grand music. It's it's not trying to please the masses. And sometimes it doesn't always please the masses because it's about you then rather than, OK, I have to hit these certain points or these beats is, is what's happening. And it's a big gamble. Yeah. Uh, Laura, I want to play a little bit of the acoustic version of I Will Follow You. And this mm -hmm. is a whole different take on yes. on, on your hit. L let's. Let's take a look. So I have to tell you, hearing the acoustic version, I feel more connected to you as the artist mm -hmm. than I, I love the full-blown music video. I really did and love the beat and the way it was presented. But this is like, I connect with the girl and the personality. And it's like, I feel like I'm actually there hanging out with you. Yeah. Well, the cut to the girls hanging and singing. Yeah, so I was like, love that. I was because like, all of us started moving around here. Like, yeah, 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 I was like, yes, I'm one of the best. That was actually, <laughs> we did that at my house. That was Those were my friends. That's your house? <laughs> Girl, I'm yeah. coming over for movies. Like, you see that? Right? You see that, that view? view? Right. In that New York. <laughs> New York. I mean, oh, New don't be fooled. That is. I'm about, coming to New York for Fashion Week. Size, Are you there yeah. for Fashion Week? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'll just I stay at your be. place. It's fine. Just leave the keys under the door. <laughs> <Sure. right. laughs> Musician Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's why we really did the acoustic video. I just really wanted to give a more intimate view into 
me as an artist and the song itself. I just feel like it's a completely different side to the song. And I mean, I don't do anything on the middle. I'm either like zero or a hundred. Cause you're Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've dated many Brazilians. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's kind of, I can just it's agree. It's like juice, me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the other, I'm, we're the same. This is so yeah. funny. on different sides. <laughs> I love yeah. this. We should have like a thanks, like a musician Thanksgiving convention, the food that would be there. Oh half of us would be eating food, the other half would not. Okay. <laughs> but I want to talk to you about your Brazilian roots. You and I are twinsies. We're Twinkie. We're white on the inside, brown on the outside. Because you, uh, you don't speak Spanish, right? I don't. I and don't. I don't either. Here I am doing this national TV wow. for Latin-based programming, but the Latin culture has changed now. Um, but you represent Brazil so fiercely because I mean you were born and raised there that's that's your life um so but not speaking the language does that limit you in the Latin market well so here's the thing is I don't speak Spanish I speak Portuguese and so for oh, girl for that's so our, sexy I love Portuguese. <laughs> thank you yeah. but it's for sometimes I just feel like they're Brazil we're huge if you look at South America we're a huge country and I feel like there is such we're so underrepresented and mm -hmm. there's such misconceptions about who we are and what we stand for and the culture itself. If one more person says, oh, you don't look Brazilian, I'm like, well, what does a Brazilian look like? What do you mean when you say I don't look Brazilian? Is it because I don't look tall? Jewish? Yeah. Totally Is it because I'm right? not tall? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It. And so I just, I, it's really important to me personally that I do a, a fair job of representing who I am and my country because while we are, we don't speak Spanish, we are a part of the Latin community. Mm -hmm. And it, it it's sure, it makes me feel weird when someone's like, oh, you're Latina, say something in Spanish. And I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's peculiar, I'll say, because a lot of times, like, we're not, I, f I have like a lot of my Latino friends who speak Spanish, feel a little bit weird <laughs> when I claim to be Latina, but that's Latin America. Hello. Well, it, it's a, such a fine line, especially in, in yeah. today's uh, climate, is to have uh, respect and uh, patriotism for our ancestors' background and our family story, but also we're American first. Mm -hmm. And it's it's such a fine line as to how to be proud but still not be too proud that you get ostracized for it. Yeah. Um, in terms of telling your own story, Carrie, you've written so many theme songs for projects and for commercials. How do you balance your own creativity with being given like, okay, this is what this is about. Do you pull from a library or do you write specifically for? I mean, it depends. I, I it's both, you know, sometimes I get an assignment and I need to write to that brief, you know? So for the fosters, for example, yeah. there was a very specific brief that was given to me and I wrote to that. I didn't already have that song, but for The Walking Dead, I already had that song. It was something that I had written actually a year b before it ever came out in the trailer. So, you guys are um, so good black. <laughs> <laughs> so I, guess, I guess it just depends. I mean, my favorite thing is probably to just write whatever I'm feeling at that time. Do you write um, by yourself? Yes. Yeah. I mm. don't co-write a whole lot. Um, mm. I think it's probably my fault. I'm a terrible, like... I don't delegate well and I don't like I'm just very at least you own it at least you <laughs> own it I would yeah. rather know that up front and I respect that I mean girl hello 650 <laughs> okay. I think uh, you I good. Don't think you need one <laughs> yeah I mean I just and you know before my daughter was born and before I got married you know when my basically before my son was born and then when he was really little I would basically I would write at 2 a.m. 3 a.m. it's hard to have a co-write in the middle of the night yeah. so that's where most of my ideas came from 
And now I have to be a bit more structured because I have a family and I have kids that wake me up and all of that. So that's been a lot of adjustment. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I definitely love writing just when I'm inspired, you know, whatever mm-hmm. I, I love. That's my favorite thing in the entire world is just feeling inspired and writing whatever I'm feeling at that time. Mm. And collaboration, Matt, you collaborate mm-hmm. a lot and you had point you had touched on it and that you come from a circle of friends. Yeah, Your yeah, circle yeah. of friends is like an A-list Hollywood party <laughs> from Danny Armstrong to Mario Jose to to Vincent to all of these mm-hmm. other musicians. But you collaborate so often. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're in the background. Sometimes you're in the mm-hmm. foreground. Um, there were so many there are egos in the business. Let's just be honest. There's e- egos in mm-hmm. any entertainment business and probably uh, other high high businesses, too. How do you how do you collaborate so well with that? And you can't just say, oh, we all get along. We all love and support each other. <laughs> There's still egos, girl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's every club I've done so far has been with friends. Which has been great. That can be dangerous. Though. It could and be it, because you lose friends. Very yeah. dangerous. Yes. And, and it's these videos that have gone viral. <clears throat> don't we don't sit there and go, oh, this is going to go viral. Oh, my God. This is so, you know, we just do it because, you know, we're friends. We want to sing together. And to see it blow up has like that much more satisfaction. In, in, in my experience, I haven't. Like I said earlier, everybody just really does support each other. Because um, the business is hard enough as it is, you know. That's easier said, though. I mean, I'm in yeah. the radio podcast. We will cut a bitch if somebody <laughs> has the same guest on in the next month. Like, it is so competitive. And yeah. the music's yeah. got to be that way, too. Yeah. I mean, it is. No, it, for sure it is. I mean, and I think for me, how I look at it is, I already, I think, said this earlier, but everyone's journey is different. And, you know, some, some of my friends were on American Idol. Some of my friends were on... You know, you ha- did the postmodern jukebox thing and have done really well. Like Danny has done so well with postmodern Danny, jukebox. Danny, we love you, Danny, and we love you, Danny. And she has just continued to like foster that to that part of her career. And and I think just everyone's different. So for me, I just like your gig is your gig, baby, and I'm over here trying to do mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I don't see. I don't see friends as competition. Of course, there's times you're like, oh, I would have loved to do that. Oh, my God, I would have loved to get that call. I would have loved to be there with them. You know, FOMO, fear of missing out is like a new term. Mm. Um, Pass out your demo. FOMO. (laughs) Right. Call FOMO. And I think sometimes it's a little bit of that. But, you know, I just wish I was there. I just wish I was hanging um, and singing and making music. But. It's super important to have that group around you, though. Uh, th- I think uh, that's that what keeps all artistic people going. And I think that it's that community, and it's not you know huge, and it, and it's just kind of funny how everybody just has their thing. Well, the working part of the community yeah. is very small. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. The ones that will do the hundred and ten percent that it's needed every day. Right. There's so right. many young people that come to LA, and not to generalize about young people, but mm-hmm. Laura, you're a hard worker. Mm-hmm. The people that come through on the rock stores. Mm-hmm. I know when they're hardworking because mm. they're successful and they realize it's not just doing singing well. It's the whole business aspect and right. it's wanting it. It's not being afraid to pass your demo or call somebody mm-hmm. or, or push, push, mm-hmm. push. Work at Subway, grab as many hours as you can right. just exactly. so you can be a star on the other side. You've got to do yeah. it. And yes. you already said it. Like yeah. Nobody's going to walk up and be like, you're a star. Yeah. That just do- that d- doesn't Even happen. Even if they say it happens, it doesn't, it doesn't. happen. It doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. And there is so much yeah. work and there are so many no's. <laughs> and it's so cliche to say, but there is so many no's before i got the yes to be on the four you know how many other reality shows i've done and never even seen the front of a camera you know like yeah. the behind the scenes the 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 work the late the yeah. late nights at 3 a.m like yeah. that's that's the hard work and yeah. 
I think when everybody's working hard and everybody everybody in my close circle, everybody works their ass off. Yeah, they do. But you're you really to. lucky to have yeah. a circle like I'm that. Not, and I feel so oh some God, of us don't so have it. Some of yeah. my friends are yeah. not right. that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just it's it's encouraging, and I I, mm. I really have not genuinely met ego and and uh, you know great. everybody of course knows like I said everybody knows their gig and knows their lane and I think that that is why they're again that we're in the same circle and we can we can bond and that's stay. an interesting comment well, I think when the competition and the jealousy happens is when you don't know what your lane thank is you, thank and you, you want true. somebody else's lane yeah. that's, exactly I'm gonna steal that Matt okay know your gig listen because yeah. I know what I do well and I know right. what I bring to the table especially as I get older yeah you know I turned 26 three days ago and you all dear Jurassic World Matt <laughs> but no, but for, I feel like every year I get, you know, I, I, I take one more step towards knowing who I am and knowing what I want to say as an artist. I mean, I, I feel like yeah, we would all agree that. in this room. And um, and that's so important. And I think yeah, that's a big yeah. difference that happens. The, yeah. the, the social aspects are difficult, too, in the business. Because yeah. oh, you totally. have to socialize so Especially much. Especially in the LGBT and it becomes community. Well, and you said something yeah. earlier about it is all about who you know. And I remember in college, I went to school for music, music business. And um, I remember sitting in class and them telling us that. Like, it is you all about your, who like you know. Commercial yeah. Like, Bachelor, what is a commercial music? I don't know. It was a, Where it did was, you go to school? I went go? to Azusa Pacific University. It's like a... Christian University. I've heard of that. It's, it was great. I yeah. loved Those my time Those Azusa boys can party. Oh, <laughs> and I, I loved my time. It, it, it helped me grow so much as an artist, as a human. And in class, they, he, my teacher would hit on so many things, especially about networking. It is about who you know. I'm impressed and, they told you that. Oh my God. That it was like happen. The class would That's start with, remember, it's who you know. And it I is. was always just like, okay. And, and the well, people the you were sitting commercial next to, music, music yeah. So I got a music yeah. major with like a basically a minor in business. But right. we learned about copyright and all that jazz. Yeah. So and, important. And it, so you oh, get I loved burned. it. Yeah. I loved it. And I, I remember, oh, the people you're sitting next to right now are going to be the ones that you're going to work with and you're going to come up with. And that yeah. going back to the community thing and touching on what you said earlier, it is all about who you know. Yeah. And that the social aspect of that and the the community aspect of that plays into that because a lot of the big things that I've done, you know, the, the, the cool things that you look like, Oh, that was fun. Were because I just got a call because somebody was like, Hey, we know a singer. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, the, we need one more singer. A nice okay. singer who will show up on time and be professional. Okay. Is my experience with you. Okay. And as we Those know, big we will only refer people that we know will represent us well. Right. So that's also right. a, a, a big, a, so important. Girl. even more yeah. than that, I feel like you have something that is, is so beautiful to see. And it's mm. not that common is like, I, from like what we've talked about is like you cheer for other people's success as you would cheer for yeah. your own. Yeah. And that is mm. so uncommon to it find. Is. Out it is very uncommon. It is and very like, if uncommon. you can surround yourself with people that cheer for your success, as they do like for and their own, like that's. Well, then I'd I be learned, hanging out yeah. with my mom and like my stuffed animal. That's who I'd be <laughs> hanging out with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I learned I learned really early on when I started this hustle a couple years ago that somebody else's success does not hinder yours, and it, and it is not about you know, how good somebody else is doing. It's not, you know, it, that's, those True. things, they don't correlate. Again, but lanes, it's so hard gigs. sometimes, you know, and when you you're know working what? so hard Some and you're days, like, oh. yeah, let's, let's keep it real. Some days are tough yeah. and, mm -hmm. and that's just the nature of the business is what yeah. we do. That's human nature. Some days you wake up and you open and it's the worst. It's like when I like wake over, wake up, roll over and look at my phone, open Instagram. The first thing I, th I see is three people doing 
cool, you know, things like that. I just wish I was doing too. I just want to hang out. And you have to allow yourself to feel those things. Because the show's becoming so motivational (laughs) and so touchy (laughs) feeling. Usually we're like, go out and like have some dinner. I know. I feel like it's dinner. Dinner and drinks. More drinks. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, but it's very motivational and positive. And you know, the show usually we're like, oh, let's make fun of people. But no, this is so great. I don't know if there's a term for it in English, but in Portuguese, there's a term for when you feel something like that. It's called like white jealousy in Portuguese. Inveja branca. It's when you're like you're kind of you're oh, jealous. White people are jealous of us. Believe me. <laughs> 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 hey, we can move. We got rhythm. And Carrie Kimmel, you're our honorary. Yeah. That's okay. I can be, be I, I can be the random Jew over here. It's cool. <laughs> and half, <laughs> of me, half of me is with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Which yeah. half meant? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That was a laugh track moment. <laughs> ah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Was on fire. Oh, killing it, killing it. <laughs> In terms of fame, Carrie, I love this quote about yourself. You're like, you're the most famous, non-famous person out there. (laughs) Because if you literally saw (laughs) a list of everywhere her song was or where you recognize her music, you would just be astounded. And a lot of artists cover your music. Um, And I received this uh, from one of our entertainment people. Uh, When you hear other people sing songs that you've written, what do people get right about your music and what do they get wrong about your music? Well, I think it's all about interpretation, you know. Um, one of the coolest things, you know, I there's a lot of covers on YouTube of my songs, and um, every there now was and like then, a contest for like, and there was a contest yep. too mm-hmm. for the Fosters, and so I saw a lot of those, and I've seen, you know, every now and then, um, someone will email me something, and then I'll go on this like rabbit hole in YouTube, and I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of yeah. <laughs> covers of my stuff, which is exciting and awesome, and you know. Um, I just think that I, I love watching it, and I, I think that it's not about you know having the absolute best voice in the world. I think it's about having um, the heart and the soul that goes with it. And there's so many different interpretations. And you know, like with uh, the Foster's theme when they had that contest, there were hundreds and hundreds of submissions, and I probably only saw maybe you know four or five or something. But um, the ones that I did see, they had. They were just so different, you know. One was this acoustic guitar thing. One was like a beatbox, you know. One was this acapella group singing. Oh wait, no, that was black. Sorry, but anyway, (laughs) I've seen like acapella groups. They're on YouTube, by the way. They are, and it's I. It's flattering, but it's also just really cool to see um, these different interpretations of something that I created like in the middle of the night. (laughs) Well, that's a really good point of view from that. And what I know from that contest is we got to see many different uh, duos and musical families putting that together from gay families to trans to Mm -hmm. so many people just sharing one song and Matt coming from you you have albums that are devoted Mm -hmm. just to covers Um, how scary was it when you did your original music in April 2016 (laughs) (laughs) old bio Um, yeah it's it's a scary transition because for my first project I it was songs I wrote when I was 16 and had always had in the back of my mind on notebook paper somewhere and I had started the YouTube thing as a means to promote my original music. I knew that I needed to build a following. I knew that there was an audience out there somewhere and you just had to engage them. And it, it was very scary to release um, original songs. People going to like them? What are they going to say about them? Are they going to cover them? Like it's, it's, it's very scary. And that's why I have so much respect for people who just like write. Cause I love to write, but what like, 650 <laughs> is a lot of songs. Once it's in a commercial, you're like, pool, 
Right, right, right. Get a new pool. Check. <laughs> Check, please. Let's have another kid. I just did a commercial. <laughs> pool. Oh, my God. I feel like my husband and I have actually have had that conversation. A pool oh my God. No, we're not. Yes. Like, we're done. I'm done. He's I'm like, so done. Kids. Honey, I'm feeling Randy tonight. You got any music in you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lauren, do you remember the first time you were in a professional recording studio recording your music? Do you remember that first, that first, like, okay, go ahead. Do you remember that first feeling? Well, it was like three years ago, so yes, it's very fresh in my brain. <laughs> oh my God, these young kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was very clueless, very clueless. And like, I was that person that put the headphones, like, which button do I press? How does this work? And it's like, I can hear myself. This is so strange. <laughs> it, I was that person at first, but I, I don't, I feel like being in the studio for me, I just always knew what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So it felt like this is a step towards that. So it was. It took a minute where I was like, "This is incredible," but then it, it like that other second I was like, "All right, this is just a stepping stone. Like, focus. You need to learn this and do it well and do it quick." It was kind of more like that for me. I just feel like I've, I'm very competitive in my nature. I'm just a very Brazilian. That's all we yeah. need to say. <laughs> like, for, like I'm on, if I'm on the gym and I'm on the treadmill and someone gets uh, beside me, one or two things are gonna happen. Either he's gonna get off or I'm gonna die. Like, there's there's no in between. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> wow. What's it like to date you? <laughs> See, that's what I don't make mistakes. I date them. Like, that's the kind of thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like our date yeah. is at the Four Seasons or it's nothing. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Being in the studio Four the first stars. time for me was oh, yeah. a, it was a lot of things. It was overwhelming, but it was just a moment that I'd been waiting for so long that when it was finally there, it was like I, I had this euphoric moment. I was like, this is incredible. And then the second of, all right, but I got to focus. You, mm -hmm. This needs to happen. It is, it's, it's just something, I feel like you all relate to this. When you've yeah, no, dreamed totally. about it for yeah. so long, it just, you allow yourself one second to be amazed and then it's yeah. right back and to there's focus. a lot of things you want to do. Back to reality. You exactly. want to say. There's so many yeah. different routes you could go. I mean, music exactly, is. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's so, there's so much. But when music. nerves take a part of it, it's just, like, Laura, you were uh, discovered by Corey Rooney, like we said, so yeah. many big names in music. When you have a relationship like that with somebody, what kind of nerves did you feel like you had to play the the pop star or you had to play a certain part? What was your first like meeting, like professional meeting like? How did how did you approach that? Well, our first professional meeting wasn't an actual meeting. It was we we knew someone in common who was like, oh, she sings, he produces, hmm. and so. <laughs> Do you have any You know <laughs> uh -huh. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but how many? But on the same, how many times did we get introduced to somebody? We're like, oh, we'd love to hear your stuff, and they're like, here's my eight track. You're like, what? Oh, you don't even know what an eight track is. Eight track. <laughs> eight track? <laughs> yeah. Why could like Journey. I didn't say at that time? <laughs> I mean, it could have been the cassette one. Cassette, cassette. Yes. Yes. I, I remember cassettes. I, I know yes. one thing. A cassette. Yes. I think early in your nursery, in the early nineties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have to cassettes too. too. I'll admit, but I feel like oh, Brazil oh. might be. You guys are all singer songwriters, yeah. The thing I notice in LA is that singer-songwriters are very supportive of each other. Like mm -hmm. at, ca what is it, Cafe Arts? Hotel Cafe. Hotel, Hotel Cafe. Hotel Cafe. Yeah. All the it's such an venues. intimate space. If you are in the local area, go see those artists because you get to see yeah. big name yeah. artists oh, yeah. in an intimate space. John, Ma John Mayer jumps up there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Regularly. Well, he's looking for yeah. a new girlfriend, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> air day, air day. <laughs> I mean. Sorry. <laughs> Bumping the mic. Bumping the Hi. <laughs> I'm kidding, kind of. I just think we all know. What it, I think we. <laughs> I think we all know what it feels like to be, like writers and yeah. to and to f be vulnerable and to be raw and to be afraid of you know yeah. putting yourself out there. And I think that's 
a lot of where support comes from. And yeah, that's how I feel. definitely. Yeah. And if you only yeah. have one opportunity to really meet someone and present yourself, why would you waste that trying to be someone else? Hmm. So, but but a lot of people do. You could yeah. write a book on say. that. Or your yeah. agent tells you, go be this person. Here's yeah. your new image. Here's, here's was, what you're given. I was, I was signed to Atlantic and Virgin. And while mm -hmm. they were both amazing experiences that I would never, ever change, they, I remember, you know, the uh, president of the company bringing me into his office and telling me he wanted me to be the white Lil' Kim. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, so I don't see that at all, you know? And that was my first like you know intuition of like go away like i need to run you're I like need to get i have out. yom kippur i'll get back to you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean and that, yeah that, that was that's crazy. crazy yeah that is insane but that i mean that happens in all of my reality television experience oh so tell me about when you and your dad didn't speak what when did because, my, me and my dad not speak because what they edit it you know, right. and then the piano yeah. comes in right. whenever the piano comes right. in right. while they're introducing the contestant you know right. there's a sad story right well who died yeah what, yeah. what is good like, like my goldfish it? died right I'm like, <laughs> it's and they're like about just it. say his name is harry we're gonna go with that right right, right. <laughs> harry died yeah. and then i mean the stories i could tell you about people who literally went okay well, okay yeah i'll pretend like i work construction and have these big sob stories oh that gosh. literally don't exist but so let's talk about label, no label, label. Mm. I think, like you said in the past, labels were so important. And you had a very intimate relationship with labels. When Celine Dion first hit the industry, her original label made her do this whole R&B album. It was out of her range. They didn't understand what her yeah. voice was capable of. And if uh, there's some pirated, like, undercover recordings, she sounds awful. She sounds like the worst singer ever. And she talks about those sessions that she would cry and cry because she felt like she was the worst singer ever. <laughs> it was the label. I'm a, you know, I'm a gay man. Judy Garland is one of the most tragic stories. Not that she was with the label, but she was with the Hollywood version of a label yeah. where they manufacture yeah. you and they make you be who you are, who your voice is, what you will sing. Yeah. Do we need a label nowadays? But also independent, you have to have money to make money still at the same time. The labels have money. They have a lot of money still. Mm -hmm. It's and very hard to do it yourself, isn't it? It's very it's hard, hard to do it yourself. Is it the same in, in the art industry? It's you need the same. Some, yeah. I'm doing a show next year in, in Italy, and I have to raise uh, a what lot date? of money. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> I want to so go. An excuse. Yeah. yeah, let's all go. Let's all go. Oh, my God. Can yes. I bring kids? Test loop. Yeah. Test loop will take us. <laughs> to Italy. <laughs> yeah. I like that you like that, that in. Okay. Sponsorship. Don't even joke. The CEO is one of the entrepreneurs, like, listed by Forbes. He's, what if we introduced Test Loop? Okay. Anyway. Like <laughs> Sponsorship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me everybody, too. you always have to raise money somehow. You have to come mm -hmm. up with money. You have to appease somebody. You yeah. have to make someone happy or their version of who you should be, which I think is the hardest thing. Because, like, for me, I show with all these different galleries around the world. And every time they're in town, they critique my work based on what they think. And then I have to go back and listen, take everything I hear from everybody that's, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is right, this is right. And then you put it all together and you take little bits and pieces of it. It's good. You have to have critique, right? Yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah. but you have to, as an artist, always be able to take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. You have to know what's good for you and mm. not good for you, yeah. which is hard. it challenges you. Like any yeah. critique challenges you, whether yeah. you agree with it or not. Totally. I mean, isn't yeah. it crazy how some people think they know you better than you know you? Mm -hmm. They always well, but think a that, label right? knows yeah. the business side of it, which unfortunately some musicians, some actors don't know the business side of it. Mm -hmm. So you have to let somebody else do that side of it and they know how to market you. They know where the money's going to well, come from, so. right? They think yeah. they do. Yeah. Right. And sometimes they do, you know, yeah. but when you're really young and you're going into a label situation and they have a hole in their roster and they want to 
put yeah. you in it and that's not really where you're you know where you're at and where you yeah. shine you know that's not your thing um yeah. it's tough but i mean when like a label approaches you as a i mean right it's like it was, paramount studios wants to represent yeah. you for actors it's yeah I, when i signed my deals it was an experience and you know that's why there's kind of two sides to it there's a part of me that thinks gosh you know it sucks that they were trying to make me to you know make me someone that i didn't that i wasn't but at the other on the other side it was the most amazing experience that I could never mm. have, you know, that I, I, I have ever had. And so I think that I can't, you know, I can't bash it. I can't say mm. that it was a terrible experience because it wasn't. Um, it was still back in the day where they had like million dollar record budgets and yeah. you know you would get picked up at the airport with the limo and they would put you in the five-star hotel and everything was paid for of course you were recouping it but but if you got dropped <laughs> then you didn't have to recoup but um <laughs> anyway yeah so it was a very cool experience um but it came with a downside of course mm. i think to answer your question i, I feel like now i from what I've seen, it, it is so possible to make it without a label. And there's yeah. been so many humongous yes. success stories. Who, people who signed at the last minute because they Coachella wanted them to play main stage. You know, there's there have are artists out there who have gone so far without labels and huge. You would be like, she didn't have a label that whole mm -hmm. time. Yeah. You know, and then yeah, Coachella wanted you know, and then you have to have a label to play Coachella, I, I think. And um, I just think that with the internet and the platforms <coughs> being so vast that is possible but again it's the good and the bad i think we already yeah. kind of touched on i mean labels have millions of dollars that they will pump into that doesn't mean that anything like look at tlc tlc declared bankruptcy after their biggest album because mm -hmm. they were pumping money and then all their money was being recouped by a label yeah. you know waterfalls was number one and they were declaring bankruptcy um that's crazy and so i, I think again it's just it's it's a, it's a tough question. I think we already talked about a tough yeah. question because it's like, yeah, I think in, in our minds, you know, still at the label, oh, that's the big moment. But there's so, there's been so many moments where I'm like, man, if I had a label right now, that would just be not great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would, I've signed pub deals <coughs> and they're recouping money and it's, yeah. that's, yeah. A whole, that's a whole other conversation. I love but you, I Lucky Strike, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like labels are readjusting to their roles as well. I exactly. totally I agree. agree. Now they're like, Completely. oh crap. Number one, they're hiring younger people to be yes. on their stuff. Uh -huh. uh, you bring up a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yep. also with like the internet and just the it's vast, different. like I, I feel Inter even just not even just in the music industry, just in all industries, people like younger than me even can do so much more just because of the internet, and they have so much more access to basic information mm -hmm. that I guess the whole like knowledge is power thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. The power plays are shifting, and that's not like labels are so powerful, and they have mm -hmm. so much money behind them and voice and mm -hmm. space. But it's it's changing because if something goes really, really viral, then the power is in your hands and the yep. creative freedom is in your hands. Yeah. And that's important. And there's companies out there that are trying to sneak in and, and be label services, but not labels. Exactly. Yeah. My friend huge, ran into that, gave huge. over a chunk of change, and all he did was release a song on Spotify, iTunes, oh and I'm like, girl, I can do that for no. you. Hello. Right. right. Okay. I mean, but they <coughs> promise because people are not educated enough. They come with big eyes. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's sad. Yeah, because it's a very interesting time. And I think that's, yeah, it is. that's why that happens. Because there is so much 
vastness, I guess. I don't think it's found where it's going yet. Like the art world is yeah. very yes. similar because there there's so many artists now, and yeah. everyone you can be a star and never have a gallery. You can show on and sell everything on Instagram, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. never have a gallery, and yep. it. it the whole industry and you guys the industry seems the same like it doesn't know yet where it's going to and yeah. there's not really a, a light at the end of the tunnel yet yeah. it's the same thing that's a really good famous point yeah. i don't think movies know yeah. where the, we know that superhero films will do great but we don't know what world. movie we will <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> full circle moments here on on the yes. rocks <laughs> yes. I, love it. I love it but i think we're lost and i think a lot you know usually entertainment from music from film from anything else uh, is a commentary on what's happening socially and politically. Yeah. But I think we're so afraid to even do that. We don't know. Everybody's like, okay, what's going to happen next? Well, the what's, world's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that that is a show of like, even us, like everyone's journey is different. I was saying earlier. Yeah. Like, look at Sean Mendes. Literally sure. got famous because of Vine, an app of six second videos. Can I be honest? I didn't know anymore. he was until I saw your cover, which we're going to take a, a look at. <laughs> Wow. I just knew that all the gays love Shawn Mendes. I'm like, okay, who? And they're like, oh, he's a singer. Like, I felt like the biggest idiot and old man because I didn't know who Shawn Mendes was. The gays love Shawn Mendes, but so did the 13 year old girls. And yeah. he, he, I mean, every he, gay man is basically blew, a 13 year old girl. <laughs> let's be honest. No, but he, I mean, he blew up because of an app that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Wow. Of six second videos. I oh mean, talk about Elaine. Just like you said, somebody could be on Instagram or Etsy, even the art world. It's kind of the same thing. I mean, you just yeah. never know. I mean, look at Justin Bieber. The, or these early yeah. people who broke on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. You guys, he's getting married. Justin Bieber's Bieber? getting married? It is? Yeah. To who? Haley Baldwin. Who was just dating Shawn Mendes, and they went uh, to the Met Ball together. But they said that they went there just as friends. I'm sorry. Just as friends. They were just buddies. Yeah. They knew each other for three months, and now but they're they, getting married. Right. I thought he was going to marry his pastor. <laughs> I mean, but Ariana Grande is getting married, and she... What's been dating him for three? Well, they got engaged after three weeks. All right, but that's but entertainment. Seen in entertainment, God is a woman Carrie. behind the scenes. <laughs> love. Oh, Carrie, yeah. let's yeah. talk about a real relationship. I love that video. Oh gosh, yeah. that video is that wonderful. Oh, that everything. song is phenomenal too. Yes, it uh. made me feel so celebrated. Okay. Where did you meet your husband? Oh gosh, this is such a long story that I will have to really sum up. Um, we actually met uh, probably 14 years ago. But we've only been married for f almost four. So, yeah. Wow. I know. It's crazy. Um, we met at ASCAP, mm -hmm. the performance rights organization. He was interning, and I was in a songwriting workshop. And we had this crazy instant chemistry. But he had a girlfriend at the time. And, oh. yeah. Ooh. But, no, no, nothing happened. Nothing <laughs> happened. Um, oh, yes. Yet. We said and hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... You know, I remembered absolutely everything about him and he remembered everything about me, but we didn't know it. And apparently he would put his jacket on a chair and see if I'd sit there. And, you know, he was While like, he was married. No, 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 he wasn't married. He had a girlfriend. That was it. It was a girlfriend. You know, screening storyline. It's just. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Adele and, uh, wrote or she's saying <coughs> hello after you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. And uh, my jacket's I, on the chair. Right. It was pretty much that. My jacket's on the chair. And then I remember I would go back to my friend who I was staying with and be like, cute guy I called him the cute guy I was the cute guy was in the elevator today and we rode like all the four floors down you know whatever anyway uh and then we lost touch and then I emailed him um by accident and then he said do you want to get a coffee and the coffee turned to drinks and then that was like we just knew both of us knew but then we dated for a couple of years and then we broke up for a small period of time then we got back together and then we got married that's a long story but that's just the highlights <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the highlights. So we've basically been 
crazy in love for probably like 14 years, but you know, it took a while to like make it happen. How do you accidentally email somebody? Like the because wrong you know, when you're like Mac mail and you type a name in and oh, somebody yeah, and like an email yeah, comes up and you just press tab and you go to the next one. Uh -huh. Well, like three guys in my band were named Jonathan and his name was Jonathan. And by accident, I emailed him instead of like my bass player. And he emailed me back and he's like, Oh, I can play bass in your band. Like when's the practice? <laughs> so I was like, like oh, seriously? Shit. Like <laughs> yeah. he, he was down. Oh, oh no, wow. he was. And then he used <laughs> like, I'll learn bass. I don't care. Yeah. And I'll then he there. used that to be like, hey, we should catch up. Let's and he remembered coffee. you? He remembered your name? Oh, yeah. That's oh, no. He was he was ready, like. Ready. ready he was in it to win from it. the beginning. Oh, Same, so was I. See, Aww. I've never accidentally emailed anyone, but I've accidentally texted someone. <laughs> I've done that. Right. Yeah. Drunk texting is my favorite thing. And the next morning, I'm like, please, I'm just going to get a new phone. Please. Like, I'm <laughs> please make new Facebook. Speaking of Shawn Mendes, uh, your fans yeah, wanted me to play your cover of Shawn Mendes. Wow. Uh, such an intimate, again, uh, intimate it performance. Looks similar to yeah. your part. That's the really? play. I played it. We did good oh playing here. Wow. Let's give a listen. Oh, yeah, time. Right. It's like the walls are caving in Sometimes I feel like giving up But I just can't It isn't in my blood It isn't in my blood No, 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 no In my blood I need somebody Yeah. What a time. Dang. Nice. Damn. Never gets easier watching yourself, friends. I'm always like, Ugh. Ugh. All right. Awesome. So real fast, because we have to wrap up, and you all are doing rapid fire, by the way. Oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> so bad. So the four, we know it's like, an, and I love that your picture was on the American Idol <laughs> promotion right. this year, and right. then you're on the four. Because uh. I did American Idol. We oh got gosh. to the end of Hollywood week. It was a lovely time. I was like a lovely 80th alternate and <laughs> was sent home, and it was a great time. Made lots of great friends. Um, but literally two weeks <laughs> later, my face is everywhere on Every these billboards. Buses, subways, trains. I wasn't mad about it. Again, it's reality television. It was lovely. But I was like not going to talk about it. There was no reason to talk about it because it wasn't like anything. Was, and I was going to see if they were going to show me. Didn't think they would. Um, and then I had to at least acknowledge because I just had people writing me from like literally the smallest towns and like. Tennessee, they're like, literally, one, one person wrote me and said, we have one billboard in our town, and she was somebody who knew my videos and you know from online, and was like, you are the one, the one billboard. You are. <laughs> oh my god. Here it is, yeah. I love it. And oh. it was cute, I mean, my whole family was Play on it. it. There she oh. is. My whole yeah. family was oh, on wow. it, my mom, my That's grandma, awesome. my nephew, it was just a lovely little time. That's amazing. So being on the four, I need to know, when, who chose the song that you, that you sang? I did actually. I chose both of them. Yeah, and they sent me four songs to to start. And I mean, I had submitted. They asked me to submit like fifteen songs I could sing. Of course, they sent me four that are not on the list. And and I've heard that that's what they do. Is oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, Idol was the same thing. The voice was the same thing. And um, you did all three. I did. And America's Got Talent one. Oh wow. I mean, we never did it. We never th did those it. are tough. It was wow. a lot. Mario and Vince actually. They wanted me, Mario and Vince, to be a group for America's Got Talent. Totally see that. 
we were like, no, thank you. But it was, <laughs> yeah, anyway. And it was, uh, it was shocking to get that list back and be like, I would sound horrible on every single one of these songs. I don't love any, it was, so I just went to them and I, and I think because the four was the fourth experience I had with reality television, I just knew my worth a little bit more and knew that I could stick up for myself. And I said, hey, if you're gonna make me sing these songs and you don't really want me that bad. And so sure enough, the second I said, I know this is going to be a no-go for me. They were like, oh, 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 okay, well, what Good do you want? You. And, it, and it, was, it was a great experience. Wow. And, and wow. I learned that. I learned that. And awesome. um, felt great about both the song choices. And it was a collaborative. You know, they were like, okay, well, what would you want to do? Okay. Um, they obviously saw the potential, too. Yeah. And, and, and they, I yeah. did have to kind of prove to them that I could do them. So we piled in a room half the size. There was 15 executive producers, a piano, a couch. And it was like people were nearly this close. And had to like scream in their faces because I was like belting and it was the worst, <laughs> but they loved it. And it was a, a really cool experience. Um, the whole thing, really, the whole oh, the whole experience. Yeah, I had, I had a positive time on the show. It, thank you, it was, it was a blast. Um, really cool. Nothing negative to say. And then the response after was even more insane to have just like the internet freak because basically the show is like vocal gladiators and a little bit of an eye roll with challenges <laughs> and eating people up it's like this whole thing and of course nobody like they the, the producers like, okay aren't you just like really ready to go out there they're like making faces oh, and you're saying and i'm like i'm just excited to go sing <laughs> they're all lovely and of course like i knew they're all lovely i knew that i knew that i knew everybody there were so many people that came into the show and that did the show and were on the show still um that i knew that like were friends and so it was like Love them, love love their gift. I wish <laughs> you know, I wish you know, I had your like calmness. But I, and just, your but I yeah. was just Attitude. like, I'm gonna go out there and sing my butt off, and whatever happens happens. Because again, it's not a singing competition; it's a reality show. It's a yeah. TV show, even. Right. And so, um, basically, you challenge and you battle. And at the end of the battle, I did not win. I lost to a girl who's amazing. Love her. Um, and I, the response then when it then aired a week later because we filmed one week and then it airs the next week. The response from the internet was very, very positive and very crazy, and people very much disagreed with what happened, and that and that was very nice. And then there was like an opportunity to vote for me to come back, and people came out the woodwork, like <laughs> all corners, just like people I hadn't heard from in 15 years were like, wow. "Oh my God, let's catch up!" Like, "Oh, I voted for you," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, great <laughs> to talk to you again." It was also kind of like, yeah. "Hey girl, well, right?" You're on TV <laughs> yeah. for yeah. ten. It was like a ten, a fifteen-second fame moment. So people were like, "Oh my." I've been doing that since the day I met you. I'm like, hi. Oh my God, bless you. But for real, the the, the support and the and the love and people like, you were robbed and I'm going to follow you now to the ends of the earth because I just think that you, blah, 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 blah. It, it was so positive. And, and again, everything on the show was positive. I didn't, I didn't have any negative, really. Well, um, I had some friends that were in the live audience uh, when you sang. That is so, I, I literally walked out and knew like, 15 people over on this side and was like hi <laughs> like and they were like freaking out and and then the audience votes which is very interesting yeah. they had the best things to say about you oh, that's very nice. <laughs> and also like a fun behind the scenes uh after you left there was like a like a malfunction so fergie had to get up and entertain the crowd so she got up and sang the star spangled banner which i thought was really mm -hmm. admirable because we know uh, she didn't time. do it so well i will say fergie was the best parts of being there that's live. what everybody says uh, she, she was is, an entertainer uh, oh and she was 
we were best friends grabbing oh. me. I was like, <laughs> I love you, but she was just so entertaining to watch, like to watch her like get pickup lines and hello, hi, welcome back to the four. Hello, four, hello. It was just funny to but watch. Nobody her. would expect that from Fergie. No, no. she's kill yeah. she's killing it. I was like, go ahead, host the show, girl. Yes. <laughs> Loved her. It was awesome. Carrie. You also support independent artists uh, with Globe Music Group. Uh, yes, definitely. You only deal with independent artists, um, and you book them to do some of like the commercial yeah. assignments. We, <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, I've done so much of my own, and I still continue to do that, and that's the majority of what I do. But, um, you know, about two and a half, three years ago, I was having a lot of artists and bands come to me and ask me um, who places my music. And I would say, well, I place most of it. And so they would ask if I would rep them. And then at the same time, I was having music supervisors ask me for music that I didn't have, you know, whether it was like boy band or hip hop or death metal. Clearly, I'm not going to have that. So, <laughs> or scream. Or scream. scream exactly. Scream, scream out. So oh. I thought, okay, well, this makes sense. And I very cautiously started doing it because, you know, I'm an artist. And so it was weird for me to also, I've always been the business person, but it was weird for me to kind of almost flip roles in a way. Um, and now I have a team of people who help and we have over 200 bands that we rep, indie um, rock, hip hop. Wow. We're very heavily in hip hop. Somehow, some the Jewish girls got a lot of hip hop. But okay. let me tell you, we got great hip hop. I want to go so, to your Christmas party, by the way. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and we've been placing so many of our artists in great trailers and films and TV shows. That's and, amazing. you know, yeah, it's it's been exciting, you know, because, you know, it's it's awesome for me to get a placement. I, I always feel excited, but it's really amazing to get a placement for a band who's never done anything oh. and now is in some big show in the season finale or whatever, you know, yeah. and they're so excited and, and that, that is really fun. And to send them that first big check. Okay, yes. check. Yeah, it's it's so great. And, you know, I mean, we had one hip hop band who had never done anything and they were in the end credits, the season finale of Power and they had all these fans that came from it and it wow. was, they were so excited and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember back in the day when I had my first placement. <laughs> so it's, it's cool to experience with them. Let's take a look at what happens when your song is placed. Uh, let's take a look at the credits for The Fosters. Yes. First few notes, you just you burst into tears. <laughs> Evokes a feeling, you know, theme songs just mm -hmm. just crazy. How about her? Yes, so many times. <laughs> We cry, miss cry, that cry, show. It's over. I'm so happy. I know. I yeah, but it ended on one of the highest rated season finales on Freeform just in the uh, whole history. And there's a spinoff now? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah they're going full force. Yeah. I'm so excited for That's them. amazing. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we have to end the show. We're going to do rapid fire where you guys oh, are going to no. answer oh, five no. quick questions. I'm, s I'm terrified. Oh, gosh. I'm scared. I'm who, who wants to go first? Not me. <laughs> You guys, it's on the rocks. <laughs> okay. It's not deep, dark yeah, okay. secret. It's just fun. It's just fun. Okay. okay. Laura. Okay. Dream job if you were not a singer. 
Uh, criminal profiler. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Oh my oh, wow. god! And rapid. Wow. Yes, that yes. was rapid. What is your guilty pleasure? Ice cream. Do <laughs> uh, we get the same questions? No. Oh, these are good ones. Dang it. Like, I got like, See, well, you <laughs> should have gone. I know, right? I see. I will follow you. Uh, what is the dream singer you wish that would record that song? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Does it have to be alive? Mm-mm. I love um, dead people questions. Okay, wait. Uh, <laughs> We're at Sunset Gower. I'm All right, I'd say again. Amy Winehouse. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, she has well. like ability to have structure without any structure, and I don't think anyone else has ever been able to do that. And she just the way oh, she glides quote, through music oh. is yeah. just so beautiful. Structure yes, without yes. structure, love it. Yep. Uh, your worst date? <laughs> My twenty-first birthday. <laughs> oh no! What was it? Oh. We were all together, and I was really into this guy, and it just was not working. It got to the point where I was like, I'm not getting the attention I deserve. And it was just kind of like we were in the, on the beach for a week, and we would not speak to each other the whole time. We would just be like, I was over there, he was over there, and everyone's like, are y'all a couple? Is this something that's going on? And I was like, I don't know. And that's why it's my worst date. I've it never, was Ross Matthews. Okay. It was a, I don't know. Ross and do you, like, what do you, how do you, I don't know. So like, weird. don't, I don't know me. <laughs> I think there was don't, something else going there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait, Carrie's going to write that song Sorry. <laughs> She's already. She's like, I need another baby. I'm We're gonna write this song. Okay, <laughs> I need. I need to know. Like, I'm the kind of person. I'll be on one date, and I'm like, all right, cool. So, what are we? Is this casual dating? Is are we gonna be seeing each other? Exclusive. What are we doing? I am that person. Like, the first date, uh, I'm, ev- I'm putting everything on the table. I'm that person. So okay. I hate when someone's that's like, fair. That's, I don't that's know. Fair. I don't fair. know. I don't know. Is my worst nightmare. <laughs> what is the most overrated song in history that you're like? Why does everybody love this song? I don't like it. Call me maybe. <laughs> Worse than I really, 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 We're really, best really friends. like I'm like, oh call God. you maybe. I won't even download your song. I mean, I like the song. I just don't understand why it was so huge. Yeah, it's kind of so I mean, simple. I love Carly Rae. I think she's great. But that song was like, why? was? I love her new hit. Does anybody know it? Oh. I didn't even know. No. shade noise here. No, I'm I'm nice. Oh, Karen's looking at me like <laughs> I work with some of these people. Right. She's like, that's my best friend. I saw the judgment. <laughs> judgment from a Jew. Come on, we can do it both. She's like, that's my cousin, Carly Ray. That's happened before. Karen, I just want to hang out with you. And, like, I know. Yeah, can we do something fun? Yes. Let's do. It. Done. Yes. Okay. Except no okay. kids. No kids. <laughs> my kids are at home. I live an hour away. It's cool. Okay. Oh. Moving on. Laura, where can our viewers and our listeners find you? Literally anywhere at the Laura Pieri. I'm on all platforms and on all social media. My handle is the same to make it easy. Mm. It's just at the Laura Pieri. It's the because I'm the only one. Okay. And spell your last name. I like it. P I E R I. It's hard. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds Italian. It is. <laughs> next. Come on. You're next. I'll go. Why not? <laughs> you guys, it's not that deep. Line. Okay, Matt. You ask hard ones. It's not just like your favorite They're ice cream. So easy. What's your favorite no, color? No, the one about the song. The most overrated song. I know. I was oh, like, I have I one of those. I would not have an answer for that. Uh, I'd be like, any, any well, you better be thinking. I love dead people questions. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, me too, actually. Matt. Dream duet singer, someone that has passed. That is so easy. Um, my all-time biggest inspiration since before I could talk, um, we had the cassette, and all I could say was "Mommy Shoop Shoop." I love that Wayne song. Exhale. Oh. Whitney Houston has been my number one. Yeah. So it was okay. really awesome to get yeah. the opportunity to sing her song. 
on the four on cool. the platform like that. Whitney Houston, day one. The new documentary, go see it. I cried. Yeah. Embarrassingly hard. Just love her. It was a very great documentary. I wish we could have played your clips, but Fox would sue us. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, they're on YouTube, so I mean, doesn't that mean they're free game? No. Every time you've said the four, you said the Fox is four. Because contract because he knows, love he knows. That. no but you guys <laughs> honestly listen to matt's uh, whitney houston interpretation it's unbelievable it's fantastic uh worst yeah. on stage mishap and we i know you've traveled so many cities oh, and yeah. yeah um one time in college uh we were i was singing for this huge thing for like the entire school and i literally just literally just start singing a different song and it was and it oh my god and it was like this huge build up it was like this don't like we were building it was coming and it was like this hard break and i started this new song a completely new song oh, no. it was like gonna be this huge moment everybody was all excited for it we had been joking in rehearsal about me like messing up oh, and singing a different song god, it got in your head so the way it just it oh was so embarrassing i, I like never lived it down it's actually hilarious to <laughs> oh me my but god. It's, a, it's a good song i wish it was on youtube <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right i have seen your fashion change even tonight like you went and changed your outfit tonight what no i'm just kidding <laughs> like, but like you hear I? everything <laughs> worst fashion trend that you have fallen victim to oh man there have been so many <laughs> um that's tough i feel like yeezys i was definitely um guilty of like the fake yeezys or sleazies feezies i had fake yeezys and thought it was really cool that was like two years ago does anybody know what he's talking about? I have no, Kanye yes, clue. Actually, no idea. Oh my god, what is Thank it? Is you. it a shoe? Yes. So, is Kanye, it a so Kanye West had and still has <laughs> these shoes. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was like trying to think of recent things that people would like know, and of no, course everyone's like, what? Sense because Carrie, I just want to hang out with you and like judge oh people. Oh my god, like, seriously. I have no idea what he's talking about. There's a lot of people out there that are like, yeah, oh my god. So Yeezys was Kanye West's shoe. It was huge, like two years ago, year and a half ago, and they were like outrageously expensive. They are really not that cute. It's because they themselves weren't expensive. Okay, look at them. Yeah, they oh put my out gosh. like a, you are on top oh, of I know exactly and what then, you're. And then no, these are out, like, the first batch, and like oh that one sold out, and so the well, Todd wants like, to paint over those. Was, like the resales, <laughs> right? And well, and then people started like manufacturing them, and, and so people would just have like horrible looking ones that were like so clearly well, the fake. originals are pretty horrible okay, you said it okay and so i feel that, that was the first thing that came to mind they were actually very comfortable i will say yeah that. okay I, i'm and they I'm were adidas i think i, I, don't I yeah. know. think like a cool nurse at cedar sinai would wear those <laughs> oh a thousand percent <laughs> yeah. and then there's been like nurse variations ratchet. like that one over in the corner is a variation i mean oh god what is the, oh my god oh no that oh, no, Kurt, no now you've gone that? too far no 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 all right matt if you could only perform one song for the rest of your life and have to do it week after week, what song would that be? Whether Gosh. yours or Ooh, somebody else's. Tough. I, man, there's like so many that come to mind. I'm like, no, okay, well maybe. And then there's like originals. Um, wow, that is a really hard song or question. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blame it on the podcast. I know. Because I know. What was the okay. first one? <laughs> the very yeah, first one is probably one? the best answer. I will say I do like singing a song I sang on the four Tennessee whiskey. It was my second song. Uh, I love that. I like that. that I wish. I wish song. I wrote it. I wish I. It was mine. Um, it's a mine very is sexy "Don't Cry song. for Me, Argentina." By the way, no, uh, another good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. But do you do it from for a balcony? If I spend the night at your house, because I'm known to do that, if you have a balcony. Say sorry to your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Your after show binge food. Taco Bell. So, little fun oh. fact. Qu 
quick. Del no, Carrie. Del Taco. I taco. Man. Thank you. Del I also taco. do like Del Taco. So, okay. Carrie, I will yes. go with you to Del Taco. Girl, we're going to Taco, <laughs> Taco Bell, girl. Bell. We're going to Taco <laughs> Bell, girl, right after this, girl. I have to get food. Never been it's the Panda lizard. Express for my I people. Also lo- so, Panda. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I also love Panda. Um, so, I was supposed to be on the first episode of the four, ran out of time. Second episode comes, was there sitting for 13 hours waiting to go. It's, it's very much a moving show. My whole family flew oh. out every What time. happens to your voice, though? And just, Awful this things. Is, this is off the track, Awful but things. when you have to sit, your voice changes, right? Oh, yeah, in cold studios and oh. in front of lights and cameras the whole time. It was oh awful. So third episode, I finally got to go and had a lovely time. And every time after the episode, because two different weeks, a whole like month of stuff went by, and every time we'd film, I'd just go get Taco Bell. Even though it wasn't like a somber thing, if something good happens, if it's like a great gig, But it's Taco awful. It's food don't eat. That, they have funky sauces. I don't guys, know, they put they some were, the sauces, yeah. the ingredients. They were it's just like, voted like the healthiest fast food chain. Oh yes, I don't like so it. Google, I know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, I do like Del Taco too, so. We it's so have, like, weird, because I didn't think you were a bottom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, where can our viewers and listeners find you? I am <coughs> Maploid on all platforms. M A T T B L O I D. Um, same. We have to keep it same all across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You guys have good names though. I have Alexander Rodriguez. Like, how original can name. I be? That's easy. People know that. Yeah. People spell my name wrong all the time. J Lo thinks that she's spell dating my me. name wrong yeah. all the time. <laughs> I mean, people. Yeah. B O Y D Floyd. I'm like, you don't even what? Because um, the like, Floyd Barbershop with right. Floyd with a B. Boyd with an L. I've gotten some crazy ones. Blood. I'm like, yeah, Boyd that was close. Boyd with an L? Boyd with Bloyd? an L. Bloyd? Bloyd. Oh, mm-hmm. juice. See? 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 But there's nobody out there <clears throat> named Matt Bloyd. Good. That, well, literally. <laughs> claim it. Yeah, I know. Claim it. Because like Rodriguez is common, you know, Johnson. Nothing about me is common. <clears throat> <laughs> you right. You right. <laughs> Carrie Kimmel. Oh, no. I'm scared. Be nice. Strangest place on earth one of your songs has ended up on, whether it's a commercial or in a location or like, oh, okay, go ahead. Use it, I guess. That's interesting. Okay, I have a good answer for that, actually. I was in Ikea with my son when he was really little, really, really little. And um, I was going, you know how like Ikea has all the arrows that go one way? Oh, they trap you though. Some of the arrows are hung wrong, so you spend more money. I was going against the arrows. Kurt, isn't that true? (laughs) Kurt has personal experience with IKEA. Oh, come on, come on, show me. Uh, sh- sure. I mean, I thought it was a picture. I mean, it's, <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to contribute. So he, sure. he grabbed the karaoke <laughs> yeah, sure. mic. I thought yeah. he was going to perform. Uh, yeah. Well, well, they I mean, hang signs for you to get lost, so you buy more. Well, well, they they definitely hide the shortcuts and everything. I'll give you that because it, it it's very maze like. I used to work He's there. He's still wearing the uniform. Really? You used to work there? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay, so you know how all the Before arrows... Before he became famous on, on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so all the arrows are going, like, in one direction. Well, I was... I needed something that was going the opposite direction with my, like, six-month-old son. And, and I was very frazzled. I was very frustrated. It was on, like, a Saturday. And in the midst of everything, I hear one of my songs on the radio. And oh. I was like... Or on their, you know, their speakers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So I kind of, you know, mellowed me out yeah. a little bit, oh. but it was totally random and weird. Yeah. Because it's supposed to soothe you and you buy more. Uh, you buy, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it, I don't remember, actually. It was a random, I don't know. It was some, I think, I think it was a song off my very first album. So. Wow. That's awesome. Which is a while ago. <laughs> Six albums later. Six albums later. Yes, for sure. So you have been in studio, behind the scenes, on microphone. What is your biggest in-studio pet peeve? 
Well, I'm usually the only one in the studio, so if I get irritated with someone, it's myself. Um, and it's usually just like things that go wrong, like Pro Tools is crashing, I'm having an issue with my internet. Yeah, I'm like nine times out of 10 or more than that by myself. I record, I write, I sing, I do everything by myself. I'm kind of a loner. That's why I said I live in a cave earlier. I think oh, yeah, you were yeah. saying something, and yeah. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Can I come visit another your cave? Absolutely. Another full, yes. another yeah, full circle view. moment. Oh, yes, I know. Full circle moment. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I like those. I like those. You're good at like she pointed that one putting out. them all together. Okay. <laughs> all her awesome. Credit, credit is due. Love it. Dream TV show you wish your song would appear on. Could be future. It could. Oh man! It could have been some show in the past. The show that I've watching, watched, watching, watching, that I've watched, <laughs> watching. The show I've watching. watched. Oh my this god! Is, can I just honestly? Say, this is the show that brings up this new verbiage. This is your fault. I know. This is totally know. your fault. I, totally All know. your fault. We bring okay. up new verbiage. Um, <laughs> watching. My favorite show that I've seen that. every single episode, probably twelve to fifteen times, is The Golden Girls. Oh, oh, yeah. What a yes. Do you know how weird that right? is? When I was looking, it was like, I, I was going to suggest Golden Girls. I love that show. Uh, I've seen it so many times. My husband hates it. Every oh, time I, I turn it. it on, he leaves the room. Oh, he's so straight. If I He is. If I could um, have a song in that show, that'd be amazing. The Can you sing one, the first line for us? Thank you for being a friend. Uh, you talking about that? Yeah. Matt, can you <laughs> sing the first line? Travel. Travel down the road and back again. Reverb, yes. yes. <laughs> can, can we do this again? Because I'm going to clip this. I was like, yes. what we'll here you Oh, want can I have reverb? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Let's go back. I don't know. The no! <laughs> <laughs> God is true. God is true. In your pal and a confidant. Boom, boom, boom. If you threw a party. Sing, girl. Invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> oh my God. Dead, dying, six I feet under. There's your next show. <laughs> no, that's going to go viral. There's also like a, ver a longer version. There is. You know? There's oh, like yes. a full version. Yeah, there's a version. Because yeah. Do you guys know it's about suicide? And he was like, If I hit the sky, and it goes to a high E. If you download the original. I have a cover of that song and like oh word God. for word, the bridge, the whole thing. This wow. is totally getting off topic, but yes. Kurt, clip that. It's never I'm off stealing topic. That. No. The Golden Girls. I know, Your favorite right? episode? Ugh. Do you um, have a favorite episode? I do. Probably when Blanche pretended that her granddaughter was her daughter. And she went and she was trying to get oh, guys. Oh, yes. And then Beyonce oh was my like, gosh. grand. Just grand. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that is such a good one. Oh, that is okay. such I've a good seen one. every episode, by the way. Uh, anyway, If go you ahead. could go back and revisit any song that you have recorded, which one would it be? Dreamer. You said that really fast. Yeah. I love um, it. <clears throat> there are a lot of people that like that song. And I wrote that song when I was going through a really awful breakup. And um, Breakups I make... A yeah. lot of music. Good music. Okay. Yeah. I said a lot of music. I didn't say good. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, it would either be Bra uh, Dreamer or it would be It's Not Just Make Believe from Ella Enchanted. Oh. Mm -hmm. So, one mm. of the two. I don't know which one. Most oh embarrassing song, <laughs> Carrie, most embarrassing song on your playlist. Oh, God. That's a good question. Um, that is like a good wow. Like a um, <clears throat> that's a good question. I had a 
a song in uh, America's Funniest Home Videos that was not one of my favorite songs ever. It was called Happy Family. It's, I don't really love the song, but so many millions of people wound up seeing it and streaming it, and it was kind of one of those that I just written. I actually wrote it because I was doing it for a project, and it didn't go for that project, and then I pitched it for a few other things, and it wound up going for America's Funniest Home Videos, and I don't love the song, but it was totally perfect for that montage. That's awesome. Yeah. Where can our <laughs> viewers and listeners find you? You guys, this has been such a fun episode. Yeah. So fun. I know, I've had so much fun. Um, CarrieKimmel.com, K-A-R-I, not C-A-R-I-E. Um, CarrieKimmel.com or Instagram, which I think I'm Carrie Kimmel too. I think. I actually don't know these things. but No, you're Carrie Kimmel on am all I, of it. I am. I think I'm Carrie Todd Kimmel Todd is the only one that has digits. But I think I'm Carrie Kimmel fan on Facebook and like one other. But anyway, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Snapchat apparently, which is, I don't know what I'm. Snapchat wow. to me is dead. I don't know. I have no. I don't understand it. My friend signed me up for it. Yeah, and made me into some weird person with like I don't know, green eyes and weird hair. But anyway, um, I'm on. A, I'm on most things. Yeah. Most things. <laughs> you guys, what a fun episode, Todd. Where can people find your art? ToddWilliamson.com. And that's everything. Yeah, I love that. See? Kurt, go home to your wife. Say hello to her. Thank you, guys. Thank you to Mama Rose, yeah. by the way. What a fun episode. This has been <laughs> really like informative yeah. and fun yeah. and, and inspirational. Yeah, we go right yes. along. I, I think know. you guys should, should just I come start back at all sing. The whole episode. <laughs> we did. We, well, just oh, we did. We just yeah. sang the golden And then we'll have the Brazilian. It was like, oh, horror. Oh, oh. <laughs> another one. Yeah. You I was like, like, I like we'll teach it to you. <laughs> I, okay, I'll, t- I'll say this. I watched the first episode of the first season last night, actually, for really? the first season. You need to watch the game. The pilot. Pilot. I know. Oh, oh no, 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 so no, no, no. That's good. But then you got to watch the whole thing. You just got to binge watch it. I mean, I'm binge watching like all. I'm making my rounds to the American TV shows. Yes, Hulu okay. is my thing. That's yeah. watching it actually. Girls on, I have to use my DVDs. It is on Hulu. Yeah. I just finished Brooklyn Nine Nine, so now okay. I'm. Oh, because oh, Andy yeah. Samberg is pretty, okay. We filmed yeah. on the same. We filmed the four filmed right next to Brooklyn oh, Nine Nine. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Your voice got very lyrical when you said that. But <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did. That's a musical. You guys, one more time for us. Film the far. Oh, Kurt is like, can I go home to my wife? <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you, On the Rocks. Thank you so much. Thank this you. was such Thank an you. interesting panel, so right? Fun. All right, you guys so elevate. Love you. See you next <laughs> Tuesday. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.